Hey, Mixtape listeners. You can find us every Sunday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. What's up, gang? It's me, Trilly Whisk. By now, you know if you're not hearing 40 bars right now, but instead you're hearing my voice, uh, as you are right now, something has went terribly wrong. I didn't want to try to throw the song in here. That always splits it up where some people can only hear me in one headphone and Coley in the other headphone. It's not great. I'm going to try to remedy that by not putting the song in here. I think that's what's messing me up. So just pretend right now 40 bars is playing. And then after that, it's going to run right into our conversation with Al Jefferson. He gets into his Celtics career, uh, the state of Mississippi hosing him uh, and some some well-deserved records. Um, But yeah, just picture 40 bars going like right here. Big L, thank you very much for stepping in. Uh, no problem, bro. I, I, don't, I don't know if you ever heard when I was talking to Kmart just now. I did grow up Celtics fan, Boston born and raised. Okay. When you were selected straight out of high school, What'd you average seeing? Yeah, it was forty, and it was something stupid like forty and twenty. Oh, right, I think it was on a record forty-two, but I believe it's <laughs> about me. forty-seven. Did they, they stiffed you? Yeah, it was a little bit more. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Seeing that and wondering how you even felt to us was very confusing to me. But what did you, coming from the South, even know about Boston before you even got there? Not much. Um, you know, of course, you knew um, Larry Bird. I was old enough to uh, watch him come play for the Dream Team. Um, but uh, as far as all the, the history to go there, the tradition – and all the things they've done over the years, I didn't know nothing about it until I got there. And uh, it was amazing. You know, it was kind of like walking in a museum every day yeah. for practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joe, what, what was – I mean, we we had Terry, we had used to do this show with Terry Rozier, mm-hmm. and I, I asked him what he thought of Tommy Heinsohn, who's basically like the living embodiment of the Celtics, like, mascot. Like right. he just come to life. Like the first time you meet a guy like that who is Mr. Celtic, but then sounds like he does, and is also like your size still somehow. Like what? What? What's anything like weird? How many Tommy points did you earn? Do you even know? Uh, I don't know, but it's the thing. <laughs> you know, when you're playing the games and in the games, you're not. You don't know nothing about the Tommy points and all that. Right, right. But, um, but um, when I got hurt, um, for whatever reason, I had to miss a game and I wasn't able to travel, and I had to sit, and I sit and watch the game on TV and the Tommy points and all that stuff. <laughs> this I, is what I've been right, missing. Yeah, yeah. You could just tell that, okay, you could tell by Tommy, you know, outside of his playing days and coaching days, but he was the man there, you know. So, oh, yeah. yeah, I got a chance to enjoy that a few times I watched the game. <laughs> I got it. I'm always interested to ask, like, big guys, the evolution of the three-pointer. Now you play in the league with a four-point play. So, like, is, so, like, is that just, like, wild? You like, I, like, I just got used to this. Now there's more? Like, how did, what does that look like for you? Like for you? Well, you know, you you man, any kid my age, I'm like, you know, you my age, you remember as a kid, um, NBA Jam. Oh yeah, yeah. Who'd you, you play with? Uh, whoever could shoot, man. I think I was Reggie <laughs> okay. Miller, Ray Allen, it didn't even matter. And uh, they had a four point player. Oh yeah. So when I first seen that with the big three a couple years ago, I thought it was cool. He was know? like, I need some of that. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> you been practicing the four? Uh, we we mess around with it in practice, and I, I made two of them today. Believe it or not. Ooh, okay. I would never shoot one in the game, so you don't have to worry about that. When you got Joe Johnson, <laughs> yeah, you did. Okay, get him the ball. Taking step back for us. That's fair. Yeah. 
What oh, about three? You ever think about dipping in the threes now? It's like, okay, let them focus on fours. Um, let me I dip mean, in the corner three. I shoot a corner three if I if the opportunity. I'm not looking for it, right. searching for it. But if um, if it, if it come and it's you know a good shot for me to take, you know, I take it for sure. Yeah. When I believe it was when it was in Brooklyn earlier this year, was it you and Reggie Evans getting after it? In Brooklyn, yeah. No, we played Reggie Evans last. Um, He's like, no, I fought him in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You remember every fight you in with Reggie Evans. <laughs> <laughs> you don't forget those. <laughs> we'll speak to. I mean, obviously, you you are the, like the prototypical big man. So, like, what's it? We'll speak to the physicality of the big three because that's what I've been trying to get through to people who who are still not completely sold on it yet. Well, you know, anybody who played basketball, we all started playing two-on-two, three-on-three. And right. if you go back and remember, I know some have to go back a little further than others, but mm-hmm. if you go back and remember, the game was physical then. Oh, oh, you yeah. were responsible for your own foul. Oh, yeah. Right. Sometimes you call a weak foul, you had a thought about it. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. No, in. you don't fight about it. So, yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> so uh, now that's exactly how it is. Even though the officials, um, you know, I think they do uh, the, the best job they can, but, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's a physical game down there, man. They let you get away with a lot of stuff. Um that you wouldn't do in the NBA, you know, mm. far as the physical play down really? with, the, with the bids. Yeah. Is you know, that something you prefer? Like, it's a bit like you I, like getting I, I, away with a little more? Yeah. The only thing I want is just consistent. Yeah. You know, yeah, just, yeah. You know just be consistent. If that's, gonna, that's the way you're going to let us play, we, I don't mind playing like that. Right. You, you know? call I it just, early, yeah. call it late. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. I just need you to stay consistent on it. But other than that, no, it's, it's cool. Now that, like, the Warriors are dead in the sense that Durant's <laughs> not there anymore. Do you see the NBA still sticking with, like, everyone's going to chuck threes, or do you think the more traditional big man's going to find another, like, a rebirth almost? I mean, honestly, I believe the game going to go back the way it used to be. Uh, it might be, you know, five or ten years from now. Uh, I just think the the bigs now are just more skilled. You know, yeah. I'm not, not – I mean, I regret that. I mean, my trainer um, – a uh, guy been working me out, me and him been working together since the ninth grade, and I remember he had me – Working on the two ball um, drills and uh, and shooting threes and all, and I was like, I used to fight them every day. Like, man, <laughs> why am I doing? Why this? am I doing this? I'm yeah, like, I do this listen, in the game, and I regret that. You're the yeah. you're the first big man in the history of basketball to be like, no, yeah, thank they did you. not want yeah, to shoot every three. Big man yeah. shoot three because back then you remember now. Back then oh, yeah. it was all about right. you know that paint. Yeah, you you'd know, got pulled and, if a coach. Yeah. yeah, it was about and I was and I was greedy for the paint. You know, I love yeah. I love the school. Well, you had 47. But, right, they didn't so, give you your 47, but you had 47. We'll talk about that. Yeah, but. But uh, I regret it now because I mean I was telling him this not too long ago. I regret it. I wish because now I feel like it would came in handy. Cause you look at these mm-hmm. bids now, man. They coming in seven one. Like Kyle Anthony Towns. Yeah, yeah. my point exactly. Yeah, he yeah. come in dribbling, shooting the ball, doing playing like a guard, and just you know. But hey, now, I do like. Have you seen the pictures of Kyle Anthony Towns trying to like post up to Marcus Cousins, and it looks like he's just running into a brick wall? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen the picture, but I can just imagine how they look. Well, like what? Because. <laughs> I'm <laughs> trying to move cousins. It's hard for me to move cousins, so I get it. But, like, what? what's something like him since he is so finesse? Like, how – I mean, I, would it be tough for you to even teach someone how to use their no. size because it was just so natural to you? No, nah, I mean, his guy, this guy, I mean, this guy, um, you know, he's a very skilled guy. And I feel like there's nothing on the court he can't do. You know, I think that older he get, you know, like, you look at uh, Kobe Bryant or MJ. You know, the older they got, when MJ started adding the fadeaway. Right, that's right. when Kobe footwork started doing all, that, all yeah. the footwork. So I just think with time, with him, I just feel like he came in playing a different way, you know, that works for him. But when right. he get older, I think the game going to slow down for him and he going to understand where he could pick and choose to get his basket and his points. Which is crazy for a guy shooting like 43% from three and averaging like 20 and 12 <laughs> My already. point, right? <laughs> and, and he's just going to continue to get better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, to me, um, 
I always, when he first came in the league, I always thought he was going to be, he was my favorite young player. He's and still, I, he's yeah, still and I still think that he on the rise and he's just going to continue to get better and better. What, who was someone you loved to battle with, like, in, in all your days of playing? Like, who was just someone you were like, I, it's, we're both going to get ours, but we're going to get after it tonight? I asked a lot of guys, man. Chris Bosch was the most, Ooh, you know, right. uh, Chris Bosch, you know, it was, it, it, it was a good and bad situation for um, okay. me. Because, I mean, <laughs> you know, I get the ball on Bosch. Nine out of ten, I'm gonna score. Yeah. <laughs> he get the ball on me. Nine out of ten, he gonna score. <laughs> yeah, that's Steve. Steve. Right. Yeah, that's Steve. Yeah, sit down. Right. The thing about Bosch was he could beat you from so di- so many different ways. Right. Man, yeah. he, he started shooting threes. He could beat you on the block. He he was a guard, kind of a big man body. So yeah. you know, he was our he was always a guy I knew I had to play when I play against him. It was gonna be a fight, and I know that. Yeah, I might I might score on him, but he's coming right back at me. Yeah. So, you know. How how much fun or how little fun rather was it going up against Perk every day in practice? Big Perk, you know, <laughs> it was a blessing and a curse because it, <laughs> I put it this way: it wasn't fun battling that big boy. I mean, Perk, it wasn't fun at the time. No, yeah, it wasn't yeah, fun, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was a blessing. It was a, it was a blessing because he 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 really taught me how to you know to go against a great defender like Perk right. and really just polish my game. You know, you going against a guy like that every day in practice. You know, and Perk kind of took me under his wing too, even though he was we were the same age, I think, or maybe he was like a few months older than me. <laughs> Probably. But he had one year in his belt. And, yeah. um, and he took me under his wing. Yeah, y'all were 03 and 04, right? Right. And, you, you came know. in with Delonte? Or yep, me and Delonte, T.A. and J. Reed. What a draft class. Wow. Yeah. What a class. Yeah. Pretty good. Have you, like, who's your, like, uh, uh, Towns against Boogie guy? Have you ever get, like, you just go to post him up and it's like, oh, boy, he's a lot stronger than I thought. But, like, I didn't, uh, I didn't anticipate that. Nah, well, I mean, ain't too many guys that. You know. I was gonna say, I can't imagine it's, it's a long <laughs> no, list. For no, 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 uh, no. Nah. I'll yeah. tell you one guy who used to just bug me. Ooh. Like, I used to hate to see him get off the bench. Chuck Hayes. Ooh, oh, wow. I, and, you know, and it's crazy. He I'm used to. I'm see all like six. That's four? my point. He was probably <laughs> about. They list him six seven, so that means you about six five. Chuck's six three. He's a good guy, but he's yeah, six three. And yeah. he, he, I, I never seen a guy who moved his feet. So well, side yeah. to side, okay. like lateral, he he moves his feet. He just beat you to the he's, spot, he's, he's right? So strong. Yeah. And like, he's not he's not out. going for no yeah. ball fights, right? So you me mm. trying to ball fake, he's not going for it, and right. it was just tough to score on him. Was he, he taking like a lot of charges too? I bet or getting calls? No, probably? I mean you know when they put him in the game, they put him in the game for me, and he mm. knew, and he and that was one thing I love about <laughs> Chuck. He came in, he did his job, right? And it was tough to score on him, man. I used to hate when when Boogie Cousin was uh, first got in the league. You know he was a little high head. Mm. He might get throughout the game. Boogie Cousins, yeah. And I used to hate. I was trying to calm him down, like. Nah, man, don't be quiet. Because right. I knew when they take right. him out, here come Chuck Hayes. And I, oh, God, I don't feel like being bothered with Chuck. No, right come now. on, man. Yeah, no, it was foul on me. Right, right. Right. I'm trying to talk to an official football game. I did not want to see Chuck young, Hayes. Man, don't yeah. Yeah. It's like, come on, bro. I thought I was having a good game. You right. went for this guy? Um, I want to take you on like a, an NBA what if that I've badgered him before. Because I, I just want you to think how many, how many games this team wins per year. The Celtics actually get the second overall pick in the 07 draft. They mm-hmm. trade Paul Pierce to, ironically, Dallas is what was rumored to happen. Kevin Durant gets dropped in there. It's Rondo, Tony Allen, Kevin Durant, you, Kendrick Perkins. What does that team do? Because this was all I thought about during the 06, 07 season. That's all you think about now. Correct. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I don't, like to, I don't like to do that, man. I mean, because if – I don't like to do ifs, man. Too many well, very uh, but you know that right team now. one thing <laughs> on the spot yeah we need an answer I mean I, I I put it this way I put it this way I know people always ask me this they said um if I wouldn't got traded for KG and it would have been me Ray Allen and Paul Pierce 
and the team they had, mm-hmm. would we have won a championship that year? And I always say no. I said we would have won it the following year, I okay. think, in my personal opinion, because KG bought something to the table for sure. Like more than his play and his presence, he bought respect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So things that you know, if you watch that, I mean, you watch that playoff sure series, they won mm-hmm. every series in Game Seven. First, except, first except two, the, except Detroit. Yeah. They beat them in six, but yeah. every series, mm-hmm. what I'm saying, was close. Correct. And I feel like KG, his presence, and the, he and was the, a different right. He res- mm-hmm. he respect that he had for the official, the things that he could get away with that mm-hmm. I couldn't get away with. Right. <laughs> you know, like all that stuff playing and play when you're trying to win a championship. Right. You know, and, I, um, and it's like Rondo would have been younger. Like, Rondo, you know, and I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have been able to. Being Perk era, hyping them up, getting them ready like right. AG would have been. Right. You know, so I just feel like, you know, I, I didn't, I wouldn't have had a presence. So that team, you talking? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. That's so fun to look back. But I, yeah. I mean, I love that uh, that young, uh, our young core team that we had with Ryan Gone, so Delonte West, T A. I mean. We was in Doc. I always forget Tony Allen was on it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah. Because yeah. he, he kept getting Dark hurt like there. randomly. That yeah. was the thing yeah. with Tony Allen. Yeah. It sucked. Because yeah. he was. I mean, there was a you you were on that team when like it was against Toronto. Like when yeah. the clock was running out, and he just threw down like the most disrespectful windmill of all time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Toronto had, was not pleased. He had uh, he had some crazy bounce uh, before he got uh, yeah. he hurt his knee. Yeah. yeah, and even then after that, he had like still solid bounce. Yeah, but yeah. like mm-hmm. I think people do forget like the dude who came out of OK State was just a different animal. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. I could sit here and do just Celtics talk with you all day. I know you don't want to do that. You had a much, you had a very long career after Boston, <laughs> yeah. which what did it like? Cause we have Kyrie who's going to come back to Boston this year to reigns of booze. Uh, yeah. What was it like? Like, was it warm coming back every time you came every back? Every time I came back, they showed me love yeah. every time. Um, I mean, of course, um, a lot of years, like you said, I came back, right. man. They mm-hmm. always gave me the most respect and that's why the fans, they deserved her to see many more championships coming to that city. Did you did you give – you started off number eight or did you come in seven? No, I was eight. And then and you gave uh, it to Antoine well, when Twan back, right? got traded, mm-hmm. yep, and Twan gave me a nice watch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, which I was going to give it to the jersey to him anyway. I didn't uh, tell him that. You know, right, get the watch. Right. No, listen, yeah. listen, I'm listen. coming out of high school. This right, man yeah. was a legend before I even <laughs> thought of and he wanted his jersey back. Of course I would give it back to him, but he just gave me the watch just, just for love. Not know? the True. best financial guy. Like, we can all agree. <laughs> it was a nice watch, though. Hey, Listen, I love Antoine more than anyone else on the Ram. Maybe not Tyler because he's a Kentucky fan, too. Antoine, yeah, that's what I love Antoine so. good guy, man. All the way of course. The he's someone I would love to see in this era, too, just the way he uh, played. Play, yeah. Him and Rashid. Like, them yeah, at 4 yeah, or 5 man. in modern times, forget about it. I want to see Rashid with a four-point shot. We need Both to, of uh, them. Yeah, Rashid and Antoine <laughs> with a four. No? <laughs> no, I'm saying that would be a layup for Rashid. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's... I feel like he would only. See, if you go back it, and yeah. watch Rasheed, I seen him shoot a half court shot, and he even he shot it just like a regular jumper, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a half court shot. Yeah. Shot like yeah. Anybody else got a lean? Right. Like, he just yeah. up and yeah. swish. <laughs> like wow. Who 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 impressed you the most? Like that you played against or with? Like who was someone who was like ah, that dude's just nice as hell? Or the NBA? Yeah, anyway. I mean, that's the Literally. thing. The NBA is full of guys. That's man. what I mean. Like mm-hmm. who who separates themselves even in that level? <sighs> Um, I know it's few and far between, but Chuck uh, Hayes and who else? Yeah. <laughs> Chuck Hayes. Hey, one thing I love about Chuck, dog, I get Chuck. I mean, he he made it the hard way. You know, yeah. oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, he he grinded. We well, scrapped. Yeah. Listen, you know. not everyone averages forty-seven in high school. Oh right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. Let me ask you this, actually: What was the competition you were playing against? Not that it was like a light forty-seven, but some of those games must have been a light forty-seven. I mean, some of them games was. Um, Believe it or not, yeah, some of them games was kind of easy, some of them. But I remember one game, I had 66 points 
<laughs> um, I it was a hard fight. Listen, 66 points out of 72, and we won by four. Jesus. You know, so, like, some of them games was battles now. Were yeah, you playing you know. Chris Bosh, and he was just matching? Negative. He had 63? Nah, nah. Watching you out, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm playing Bosh, thank God. <laughs> so, like, this is something that has always questioned me, because that was the Dwight. You were the Dwight Howard class, too, right? Yep, yep. What, like, why was he, like, the consensus one? And you, we got you in the teens. I can't remember. Well, 15? Hey, yeah, 15, yeah. Yeah, why, like, why was there that big gap? You got to ask these scouts, man. <laughs> I was yeah, just, I was yeah, just glad dumb. to hear my name get called, man. I mm-hmm. mean, um, Dwight, we pretty much, everybody knew Dwight was going to probably be number one going into it. Right. Um, and then his size and the things he, you know, we go back and look at Orlando Magic Dwight now. Like, you know, Dwight was a, he's a beast now. Yeah, you know, he's a beast and he, you know, he's very talented. So, I mean, I don't, I mean, I mean it's funny how um, it was said something on uh, YouTube. They said if they could redo the draft class back over, I would have been like, Two or three. <laughs> Who else was in that class? I, I think it was. Uh, say Dwight. Well, it was Dwight, Okafor, Ben Gordon, Sean Livingston, oh, right. David Harris. Um, I want to say Andre Iguodala, wow. uh, Sebastian Telfer, yeah, uh, Swift. It was a it was a slam cover with all you coming yeah. out of high school, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So, we were loaded in that class, man. But. Uh, with Josh in that draft? Josh Smith, Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Smith, yeah. Darrell Wright, <laughs> a lot of us. Yeah, that okay. class. Answered your, that's how you follow uh, 17 or whatever, when that many people in your draft. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, but still, that was like still such a center-dominated yeah. league. Yeah, it was It was like it was Dwight like, or Okafor, yeah. whoever. Uh, I, yeah, Okafor was yeah. that dude. Okafor number two. Yep. His mm-hmm. back injury, people forget, he was that dude. Okafor was, nice, Okafor was nice, man. Yeah. Like, he was very, very, very smart. Wasn't very he just in the league like two years ago? Like on the Sixers? Yeah, yeah, yeah last year I was in the league, he was with uh, New Orleans. New Orleans. That's what that's it was. New Orleans, yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I could I could sit here and do this all day. But you're a busy man. Big. I'm telling you my let me tell you my favorite. Um, Please, I'm not going to kick. Ball with, take this out with your favorite ball. So look, ball. Matt Donald All American Game. I'm at OKC, and I'm sitting on the bench, and this uh, guy walked by me and tapped me on my back, on my shoulder, and I looked back. And an older white guy. He was like, he's a great basketball player. Keep working hard. I said, thanks, sir. And I kept doing what I was doing. <laughs> thanks, old man. So Larry yeah. Stamps, my uh, AAU coach, he walked up to me. He said, you know who that is? He said, that's red eye back. And I'm still looking like, what the? I'm like, seemed like to me. He was the guy that was, uh, you know, responsible for Larry Bird and coaching and ball Larry Bird. I said, oh. So, like, me getting drafted going to Boston, Uh, I walk in. I'm like, I oh, thought yeah. you can't smoke uh, in buildings no more. <laughs> Listen. Everybody like, this, uh, this red. When Listen, red one comes person across, can right, smoke He can do whatever world. he yeah. want to do. So that's what I realized, put the connection together. I met a, a living legend Listen, at that time wow. before I even got drafted. Well, now I'm going to drop my Red Auerbach story <laughs> on you. I went to his camp, uh, the Red Auerbach camp. It was right. at uh, one of the colleges out there in, like, Waltham. And um, he would just sit, Brandeis, he would just sit – like, we would be out there, like, 7 in the morning, like, stretching, like, doing drills, running. And he would just sit. They had, like, central air. So he would just sit and just chain smoke cigars, and it would get into the vents while we're running in the middle of the summer. It's all all conditioned. Yeah, like, us, like, 13, 14-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, like, old school. And yeah. once a week, like, he would just come, and he would sit at half court, and we'd all sit there. And they'd be like, he would just speak. Like, right. they wouldn't even yeah. get, like, entry. He would just speak, and then at the end, he'd be like, does anyone have any questions? And everyone would just, like, sit there. I only asked one <laughs> the whole time I was there. But right. no one else I even asked him because we were all just like, that's right hour back. Right. him. Yeah. The man. The man. <laughs> Al Jefferson, thank you very right. much. Thanks Best of luck. Me,
the rest of this season. You guys, I mean, you guys are probably going to win it all. We can I don't know, no. We got to take one game at a time, man. It ain't going to get me all hyped up. <laughs> no, one pass to, to Joe at a time. Yeah, no. One pass to Joe at a time. Playoff Joe. Yeah. Last question. Should he still be in the league? Yes. No doubt in my mind. Yeah. Should you still be in the league? Somebody call me, you know, right situation. Hey, man. We're going to get that call. Hey, uh, you know, but, you know, most definitely Joe should be in the league. There you go. Oh, yeah. Al Jefferson. This was awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Many thanks to our friend Al Jefferson and many thanks to our friends NHTSA. Now, from August 14th through September 2nd, 2019, that's this year, Cops from across the U.S. will be increasing enforcement on impaired drivers. Now, there are three main message focal points for the Labor Day impaired driving campaign. Drunk driving, drunk riding, and drug impaired driving. NHTSA is using the No Big Deal creative for the 2019 drunk driving campaign, Drive Sober or Get Pulled Over. No Big Deal has an accompanying 360 VR web experience. Additionally, there will be a motorcycle-specific campaign called Motorcycle Man in the Mirror. NHTSA is also using Feel Different for the 2019 drug-impaired driving campaign. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Uh, You knew the risk of driving drunk. You know because we've told you. We've told you multiple times. You knew it before we told you, but I know for a fact that we have told you. Uh, You knew the risk. You knew there could be a crash. People could get hurt. People could get killed. You could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses, uh, possibly even lose your job. You knew the consequences of driving drunk, and you were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. It's one of these, like, fake autumn days we get towards the end of August and and throughout September where it's like, oh, yeah, can dress like a normal person again. And then it will just get exceedingly hot for, like, the next week. And it's it's getting that time of the year where you just have no idea what to expect when you step outside. Sounds awful. Could be me. Wow. No, no, nor will it. Uh, 76 here, man. I can't complain. (laughs) It's hard to complain in 76. Mm -hmm. It's a little cloudy if you're going to challenge me to complain. Do you think think that raccoon has any complaints? (laughs) Not anymore. Not in, not in rabid <laughs> raccoon heaven or hell wherever he uh, or she went. <laughs> what a wild tale. Look, man, they run up on you. You got to take care of them post haste. Let me just say this. White people, y- y'all got to fucking pick a side because are y'all going to be out here like shooting animals and taking pictures with it or running PETA? Pick a fucking side. Mm. I don't like hypocrisy. I don't like either of those. Like, I don't want to go shooting the animals, but PETA stinks. Like, I don't like either of those options. Oh, listen, I I didn't say there was a good or bad side. I think they have to pick a side. Both sides are bad over here. Okay. All but right. I, yeah, I don't like the uh, like when the owner of Jimmy John's does it. It's no good, which I agree. And when this guy wants to stomp a rabid raccoon to death <laughs> while out with the missus. <laughs> It's cool, but now everybody hates on Peter. Which side? Uh, people still hate Michael Vick. Which side is it? Yeah, listen, man. It's called romance. Uh, maybe yeah, you should look I, it up sometime. <laughs> that's wild. Like, man, you know what Vick did to those dolls while they eating a Jimmy John sandwich, man? That guy was like, <laughs> like, boy, oh boy. The 
So taking a picture with a just giant dead animal that you used some sort of modern weaponry to take down. Those are the same people who are upset about like participation trophies. Like I don't. That's the side picking I don't care for. Well, that's or the, the fence. It's it, it's all the same people because these are the same people. Like oh, you can't. Uh... Oh, uh, what do you mean? I can't call a gay person that anymore. Why wouldn't everyone just lighten up? It's like I, because <laughs> that's a bad word. You lighten up, dickhead. Stop. It's like, well, I, I'm the attacked one here. <laughs> These are all the same exact. It's two sides of the same coin. It's, shut up and play sports. Okay, shut up and don't play sports, Andrew. Like, we don't like you either way. Like, it don't matter what you do, we are gonna be upset. You shut up and play. We don't like you. You talk and play. We don't like you. You shut up and don't play. But Andrew Luck just did. We don't like you. So I don't know. We were talking about it on the Yak today. I do agree with Big Cat. It, it's it's a pretty overwhelming majority of people being like, "All right, best of luck." And then just like Doug Gottlieb uh, and Dan Dockage being like, "This guy stinks." No, for sure. It, it's a Bf, uh, PFT was saying it's like, but you need that guy, right? Like if it was a hundred percent, everybody's like, no, he's doing the right thing. Uh, God bless him and his family. That's no fun. Doctor's no like, fun. yeah, doctor's like, I gotta throw a, a turd in the punch bowl. <laughs> we our whole second half, the whole second half of the act today was just people calling in with random uh, Doug Gottlieb. Uh, what was the word we were using? Oh fuck, klepto. Kleptomaniac stories. Mm. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it was just a gr- Yeah, it's like Doug Gottlieb knows he did that. He knows it's going to be used against him. Dockich knows he quit that job. He knows it's going to be used against him. They do it for the for the greater good. So I I, I, got, I must salute those idiot gentlemen. It was a a big weekend it takes for the olds. Uh, <sighs> between between and and you you truly. Like our job to to come up with with interesting points of view or just something that's going to stimulate some sort of com, uh, conversation around it. No one our age is as good as people like twenty, thirty years older than us at coming up with just the most outrageous take you'll ever read. We got nothing on the olds. Oh no, yeah, our our brains don't function that way. Like there's, like you know, you could hand your. Like your grandfather an iPad right now, he might be like, I, I, you might as well hand me like a, a, a ticking time bomb. Like, I don't know what <laughs> this is. But also, as some shit he can hand you, he'd be like, here's an abacus. Add up two plus two. <laughs> Fuck face. So yeah, like their minds think completely different. They have takes that we, Dad Doc is like, man, look, I, I saw a construction worker once. I think I'm qualified to speak on this. <laughs> You ever see a building? How do you think it got erected? People, yeah. that's how. He's like, teachers teach school all the time. I went to gates uh, K through five, and I dropped out, and I'm fine. So you don't hear any teachers uh, crying about my shoulder hurts, Andrew Luck. Caleb was also saying he thinks it's more of uh he physically can't, like there's no fixing his, his issues thing. Like it's less of a... I'm going to try and save my body, and it's already a too late thing. That Because, again, I'd heard, I think, it was like arthritis with he and Gurley were the two. Because, again, that's just one of right. the, it's like, it just doesn't get better. Because, like, if you've got that, then it sounds like it's a matter of time. 
Like, it sounds like Gurley's fine now, and he'll probably be fine this season, but I don't know. When it goes, I guess it just go, it's just not coming back. So, I yeah, I, I think that's a good take by Caleb. I think it's all like, I think it was also just more shocking because if he had retired prior to last season, we would have all just been like, ah, oh, man, that's clearly the injury. But the fact that he not only came back, but he was still really good, like, he was in like the shadows of MVP conversations at, at points last year. And with that being the last thing we see him retiring now, it's like, what the fuck is that? And it's almost like the injury, he doesn't even get the injury benefit. I do say, I think this, I feel like it's got to explain why the Colts did nothing with their cap space. Correct. Like, I feel like that was the honest to God, that was the first thing I thought of. I was like, they, um, what's the new, uh, Ballard. I keep thinking everybody's hating on Grixon because Grixon basically. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I mean, rightfully so. So. But yeah, it's like Ballard because there's no he. I feel like he could have got a meeting. It's the NFL. If you have money, you can get a meeting with anybody. Correct. And they didn't get meetings with it. Like I don't even think they had a meeting with Funches. They were like, "You want some money?" And he was like, "Hell yeah!" So yeah, and I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, Trey Flowers signed with the Lions. So there's no doubt in my mind, and I get there's a coach connection there, but there's no doubt in my mind if the Colts were trying to get a guy like that and offered him more, he would have signed there. Same goes for a lot of if, – if they wanted Bell, they would have signed there. I, uh, Stephen Che was pointing out that they tried – they racked up uh, a future second in this draft uh, for next year. And it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I do think there is some truth to them knowing – like the team – the whole team might not have known, but the decision makers and coaching staff know. Yeah, because it, it does sound – to Lux's credit, it sounds like he was – so he was very honest with everybody throughout this. Like he was going to break this to the team after the game, and it got like Ursay had to leak it, right? It had to be Ursay. Yeah. Like, I uh, know, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who else it would. How have, many? Yeah, who else would have known to leak it? And I saw people getting on Schefter. Like what? That's his. It, when he gets information like that, he can't sit on that. He just can't. That's what. Like, 100. It's. Contract signings and, tr- and and trades and whatnot. I feel like there's almost just like a mass text that goes out to all of the Glazers and Rappaports and and Shefties of the world, and it's just whoever tweets it the fastest gets the credit. At a true scoop like this, yeah, you got to tweet that. Well, that's it. Yes, Shefter's at a point where the guy who's sending the mass text text Shefter first. So yeah, if he uh-huh. didn't, somebody was going to do it in two seconds. It's the same like Woj and the Durant thing. Durant wanted right. to break it to everybody. You know, on his own network, and Woj was like, "Well, fuck that." And Adam <laughs> Schefter was like, "Well, fuck that." I want these clips because I. It's one of those things. I got the like phone alert, and I was like, "What? Which Andrew Luck retire?" <laughs> I, I I do like getting information that late sometimes, just because. All right, this is definitely true because I I was at a a concert in Brooklyn. And Mariah just like showed me the official NFL's like Instagram account, and it just said like Andrew Luck retired, and I was like, this has to be some sort of Photoshop. Like this isn't a real thing, and where there's blue checks there, everything. I'm like, no, no. I go to Twitter, Schefter, blue check again, reading all the words. I'm like, this can't. And, uh, hmm. But no, that's just it is. It's true. That was all correct. That's it. Like I got the ESPN like breaking alert so it was like it had already been tweeted for like I don't, several seconds by then and people were like oh no this needs to go out like a damn amber alert basically and 
man. I got to like somebody like added me with it was like not even calling us out, but it was like this is one of the guys that I know I said I was like I think he'll get a ring cuz he probably plays 10 more years. Wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that instantly wrong. Yeah, wrong. Instantly. <laughs> the two things I instantly thought it was one the Colts not spending their cap space and two yeah. I remember thinking Dak's going to get 40 million now. Like that's one more team that needs a quarterback and anybody else that's just he was the one that came to mind, but anybody that's about to enter this like free agency next couple of years as a quarterback, that's just one more team that needs one. Listen, Ryan Tannehill is like a good three game filling in for Mar- Marcus Mariota injury streak away from getting like a hundred million Kirk Cousins deal. Like at this point, anyone who wants to play football, I think can get a check. You just have to like want to play pro football. And why would you want to shit? Right, yeah, that's where that's, I, I get, I, I, it's dicey. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> I see both sides of it, but I, uh, I the, the the Chris Borland retire like because that someone tweeted it out, and a lot of people were talking about it. Like, is this one of the more? They asked if it was the most shocking sports story. That's just a, a if that's nah. your first day following sports, maybe. Yeah, this is my uh, first day online. Which again, I almost <laughs> think that was a setup. Uh, because all the like quote tweets it and all the old stories it brought back, I was like, maybe that was the point of all this. Maybe. I don't know. But either way, uh, I compiled like a healthy, I want to say like 13, 14. And I kept out all the crime ones. Hmm. Those are like, yeah, those are just like a different, all yeah. of those are. Aaron Hernandez of, is a murderer. I, I was shocked. It's true. Yeah, that was shocking. Patern- uh, like the whole Penn State thing. Obviously, yeah. those are like world stories with like sports attached to them. Yeah, you know what no, I mean. Like, yeah, like I shocked. A, a guy just re- retiring out of the blue in his perceived prime of his career. Uh, like number one overall pick. Uh, he didn't win Heisman either, did he? Uh. No, when you, who was that? Who just said who? Because I'm, I'm trying to think. Luck. Who was all that year? Luck? No, he didn't win it because he came it's, back to win it, but didn't win it. I'm trying, right, RG three won that by like October second. And I'm trying to think who won it like the year before. Oh boy, I just typed his name in Heisman. Five reasons Andrew Luck didn't win the Heisman. Didn't want it bad enough. Oh, is that, <laughs> is that grand opening, grand closing? Yeah, he never worked in a steel mill. God, what a worthless trophy. Well, I just got a tweet asking us to break down the new Chappelle special. I haven't watched it yet, so that's my either. that's my I've, take. I've heard he comes in hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right, especially the epilogue. So I'm guessing that. <laughs> so yeah, real hot. I don't know what that means, but I have heard it's yeah let's, yeah RG three or no, Cam RG three Manziel Winston. I think of the four years, or no Manziel was the last one because that's when Luck was in the NBA. He went pro to the Colts and also the Pacers. Yeah, no, he ever. Yeah, Manziel, fucking Manziel. That's and it was and it was the right call. What can you do? It was. Yeah, like, if you tell me again, knowing nothing of what happened after that, but who was the best college player that year? Play it was easily Johnny Manziel. Without question. <laughs> I just want the. I can't even find the vote. I want the vote. Were you, like, 
while you're looking at that, were you shocked Colts fans booed, or are you just so out on people it's just par for the course? I, I mean, it, I think it's both, honestly. Like, it doesn't surprise me. And also, again, I think it was, I think Big Cat said, like, if you ask those people, I bet they want that one back. It was just kind of a, like, spur. Of, if he announced he was retiring Tuesday and he came out Saturday and they booed him, that's rough. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, he announced it Tuesday. He comes out, like, one last hurrah and they just let him have it. That's a tough That'd scene. Been great. It would have been funny. Funny as hell. <laughs> but a tough scene. But getting that news live, again, doesn't make it the right call. But I, I, I could see by the like we, we know how seriously people take sport. We've seen jerseys burned and we've seen people say all kinds of racist and sexist, all type of shit. So it's like he got booed. People, people were surprised by this. Yeah, I wasn't surprised. I was I, like, people were booing. I guess it was just more like I don't even think Colts fans booed on that fake punt attempt, which was the all-time time to boo. Oh no, that could have worked. That was just <laughs> it was almost. I, and also looking at the Heisman, I was I was it wasn't Manziel. That was the he lost to Cam and RG three, which again he okay. the right call both times. What can you do? I can't believe yet. I mean, I, it's shocking to know Luck and Cam were because Luck could have come out that draft, right? He just didn't. Yeah, that was the one because he was a redshirt sophomore, so he could have came out after that year. He went back. Like he probably would have been the number one pick over Cam, and but he went back definitely his, his redshirt junior year. And it's also a thing like everybody's happy for Luck now, but boy, oh boy, imagine if Cam Newton did this exact same thing. That's just the game. He'd be getting killed. Someone, an, an equally injured human being. <laughs> uh, possibly more, man. Like Cam, yeah. Cam be, I feel like it's neck and neck. Both those guys be going through shit. Right. It's uh, like Luck's probably taking more hits even with the time off. But Cam also gets into like a car accident in a year too that like no human should survive. And he just like walks, walks to practice from there. I also think he takes the... I think Luck takes more hits, but if you give me like average uh, power of hit, I think I bet Cam takes harder hits. Probably because he, I feel like the running, like he scrambles more. They're not calling any flags outside there. Like Luck can <laughs> run, uh, but he's usually running for his life. It, it really is a crime. The team they built around him. Yeah, if Gregson did jail time, I think that'd be fair. Listen. How seriously are we going to take sports? Because it's clearly a billion-dollar industry, and this is malpractice. So, without question, I guess it, like it's one of those. Well, was it the Browns or the Buccaneers? Or everybody in the locker room caught like staph infection one year. Yeah, but this is a close second to me. But yeah, no, Andrew, I mean, th- out of here. It's such a kick in the balls, too, that their line is so stout right now. That they're everything. That's why me and PFT were talking. It's like they're going to be bad. They're not even going to be that bad because, like, I don't think – like no, Kobe Brissett's not bad and everything else is good. Like, I feel like they win seven games, which is awful. Right, like Brissett showed up there. I'm pretty sure he got, tra- uh, got traded after the preseason was over. Yeah, it was for Dorset, right? Like I think both those guys were yeah. going to be cut, so it was like, yeah, here you go. What and, a terrible no, team, Philip Dorset. I don't think Jacoby was going to get cut. I just think we uh, we were so thin at receiver. 
Listen, well, Philip Dorsey was about to get cut, so that's Belichick giving away something for nothing. P.U. Maybe. <laughs> Dorsett's had some moments. Not for the Colts, he didn't. What a terrible first-round pick. No, not for them, no. Yeah, that was a bad pick. Definitely. Um, I'm trying to think. What's your favorite strange story just the past decade that wasn't a crime? I'm really trying to think. What was the? I saw you drop part two, but I didn't read part two. So what? Give me some more. I'm trying to think of the wildest ones. What would you list in part, part two. two of them? One I was uh, upset I forgot, and Nate commented on it on the first blog and got more downvotes than I've ever seen a human get. Oh boy! Undertaker's undefeated streak getting snapped at WrestleMania was—I've never seen so many grown men cry. See, I, went, I feel like, was that recently, like last few years? I want to say it was within the last five, yeah. That's what I was, yeah, because it's, it's like I remember that being a thing, but I was already out on wrestling, so I don't remember, remember. I just remember, like, the memes and everything that, that came out out of it. Oh, yeah. I'm really trying to think. Uh, number, number two, and, and uh, I was thinking about this like I, I was thinking about tweets like moments and nights that that popped off on Twitter, and mm-hmm. honestly, Tebow beating Tebow beating the Broncos. Now that I'm saying it, uh, yeah, or excuse the me, Steelers. the Steelers. Yeah, that was yeah great that night. that that was like the first night I got Twitter. Like I understood what everyone was talking about <laughs> because I remember they tracked it. I didn't even have this on the list. I might do a part three just to include this one uh, when Beyonce's first baby uh, was announced. That broke the record for like most tweets per, I think it was minute or second on a single topic. Oh yeah. The record, the record it broke was when Tebow threw to was it Demarius Thomas? I believe so. <laughs> wow. And just yeah, that was the most tweeted about moment. And and I'll never forget. Just I was at my friend's house and it was the first time I was just like staring at my phone like oh everyone's getting jokes off. But I'm uh, so once at this live. Yeah, it was great. But uh, that thinking about moments like that led me to the night Derrick Rose just straight up didn't show up for a game. Yeah, that, see, that's the one. It's like people really forget. Somebody posted a really – Brittany Griner pays child support to another current WNBA player. Like that's <laughs> – yeah. you talk about a bizarre sports story. Like that's just wild. Imagine if like uh, – I, I don't know. You like, can't even – don't even put names on it, man. Because it, – well, I was gonna think like Jason Richardson, uh, like Steve Nash. Yeah, just uh, that's <laughs> it's not great. But because uh, I posted your Derek Rose somewhere pushing on a door that says "pull," he'll turn up eventually. Tweet which that's not my best one. Derek Rose truly inspires you. Yeah, nah, I'm I come alive when Dr is the topic, man. <laughs> Another topic that got. Pretty buried, uh, but was so bizarre I had to include it. Remember when Trey Mason just went missing? Yeah. I think Trey Mason, like, how the, that's one of those where the Rams and the NFL is just like, yeah, out of sight, out of mind. We don't know. Correct. But, yeah. Correct. I, I don't know. Seemed like he, you know, was suicidal, needed some help. I don't know, man. Wasn't it OTAs? Nothing we could do for him. I was reading up on that story, and... In the police report, he threatened to call the White House. Okay. Uh, and have them all fired. 
uh, and then went on to talk about Al Qaeda. So yeah, no, that's a guy you definitely want to leave alone. I'm trying to think, Richie Incognito's got a good one. Just him and oh, General. Yeah. I'm trying to I was gonna say. The one, this might be my vote. Uh, the time the Texas Tech fired his coach for allegedly locking locking a player in a shed, only for it to turn out the player's ESPN commentator father hired a PR firm to stage an orchestrated smear campaign against the coach for not giving his son enough playing time. That happened. That might be my vote. That was Mike Leach, right? Yeah. And um, Craig, I can see the guy. I can't remember. The, but yeah, they were like, no, he locked him in a the closet. It was, it was terrible. It was awful. <laughs> what was that guy's name? Craig James. I don't know. Craig James. That was his dad's name. And apparently, yes, apparently his son was just not good enough to be getting playing time. Uh, but was not getting locked in closets. <laughs> that was great because the whole story was like, yeah, they said I had a concussion and they were going to put me in a quiet, dark closet to cure it. <laughs> Animals. That one is peculiar. Uh, Chuck pointed out the the entirety of the 2016 Chicago White Sox. That was the year where uh, Adam LaRoche's kid was like playing some second <laughs> for them. Uh, <laughs> now that's a really good one. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't realize it was the same season, but it's the year. Remember they made them wear those like 1901 throwbacks with like yeah. the, the three quarter length baggy heavy ass sleeves and <laughs> yeah. Chris. Chris Sale just cut his up with some scissors. Like, that was all just one year of, Chi- out of here. Chicago White Sox baseball. I do remember LaRoche. They were like, hey, man, like, can you? We want to say the F <laughs> word sometimes. And he's like, no, listen, uh, Jeremiah can hear whatever I can hear. He's 11. Tell your, tell your dirty jokes, Tim Anderson. <laughs> here, come on, Harold they Baines. What, 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 so, yeah, the Jew and the Pollock walked into the bar, then what? <laughs> There weren't many baseball because baseball doesn't garner enough national recognition to be like get enough of a reaction. So I wanted to put the Cardinals getting a literal felony on this list, but no one gave a fuck. So it was hard to put that on here because when no one cared, like someone's still doing jail time. They were like hacking other teams' information and like stealing (laughs) players. I don't even think I knew that. Yeah, I fuck with. They it, were though. like someone, someone's literally in jail, federal penitentiary right now because of this. Was it the year they won the title? I think it was over many years. I mean, if if that was one of them, then I, I'd be like, listen, I was spot on, dude. Did you guys see Schilling in Game Six? <laughs> the judge is like, he was dealing. <laughs> Dismissed. <laughs> yeah, no, the the the. That one, I'm trying to picture, like, Belichick felony. And, like, we, if it happened five years ago, it would still be, like, leading the, the New York Daily News, like, headline. But to be fair, I think no, it would be any NFL coach. I'd be like, man, you remember that time uh, the Packers uh, GM was just stealing players? I think, yeah, if it was any sport but baseball, I think it would make news. Here's a, yeah, last year, a player went on a casket-punching spree in a funeral home before threatening to shoot everyone inside after they rebuffed requests to hand over his deceased father's severed head. He was signed in May of this year. That's, that might be my other vote. Yeah, no, that's a ridiculous one. Just, that, my other uh, part, 
like part of when I was doing this too, like there's there's a lot of weird, especially in college football, like some random low level D one school, something weird happened. Like I get that, but if if there's no conversation or fallout, like I, I was just trying to cherry pick weird shit that no one even knew about. No, yeah, because that's a, like it really is some like the whole Manti Teo. The further away it gets, the weirder that shit is. Like if that that's number one. Yeah, if that by far. I'm trying to think if that happened right now. Who's the, I don't even know who's the number one line, but yeah, like Devin Bush just made up his girlfriend, and then <laughs> and then he said she died, and the Steelers were like, you know what? I like this. Now who did, is it? Devin Bush or Devin White? Whoever, whichever one went top five. Whoever. Yeah. I mean, man, I tell you, was literally the Heisman runner-up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, "No, she was great, uh, but she she died. There's no pictures." I forgot about like the end of this story too, when it was like the family friend was faking all the voices and whatnot. Like all that came out, not, <laughs> yeah, not on Twitter, <laughs> not on not on ESPN. It came out on Doctor Phil. Like that well, was well, yeah, breaking news from dr philip over multiple episodes like what a t- what a ridiculous point in human history that's what i'm saying yeah if you're saying this is like the wildest one nah man come on you was born yesterday uh do you remember the whole ryan braun steroid saga i do remember that that was that's a story that might deserve its own 30 for 30 ryan braun was getting national commercials uh, he was like an NL poster, like MLB poster child, like one of their faces of the league. Those Brewers teams were fun as hell. And then he hit, like, he's the last, like, big name I remember getting hit for steroids to the point where it, like, ended his career. Like, it doesn't really happen anymore. What Was it him who was claiming, like, he was like, yeah, I was on that shit, but they mishandled the samples. Was that him? Correct. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. He blamed yeah, uh, yeah. FedEx. Hey, listen. He had to get the money back, right? No. No one in baseball has ever had to give money back, to my knowledge. I do juice every time. Melky Cabrera plan. Melky Cabrera is one of the smartest <laughs> players of all time. Came the up Milk with man? the Yankees. Oh, yeah. Came up with the Yankees. Like Started just crushing immediately. Uh, got hit with a, a, a steroid suspension. Start just signing deals all over the league, and like every three years, they'll just get like real hot, and get a new contract, bang, steroids, like constantly. <laughs> I respect it so much. Also, got to say, a current, uh, the defending champions owner being caught up in a, a massage parlor strip mall. That's kind of a wild story. Listen, guy with guy with just like a tense back who just needs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Staying with the NFL, though. Uh, our Twitter account was the first one to like post and share this video because every other uh, like social media person has to get clearance before they post like wild shit like this. Mm. We don't. I, and I knew that. So we had this up. I had this up on the website before other people were even posting it. When Laramie Tunsil, the gas mask video leaked. No, oh, yeah. That <laughs> and like it was I think it was like the 45 minutes before the draft started this comes out and like espn just goes into a like they don't know what to do they they didn't see this one coming they're talking about it all sorts of wild 
they have none of the facts. Like they're working on all the same information me with uh, anyone with the Twitter account has. Like, yeah, that's that's definitely him. <laughs> this is getting fucking. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll never forget. Like it was. I'm, it was the day my uncle passed. I was watching the draft at the hospital, and I remember watching that cracking up. I was like, boy, <laughs> like, boy, did I need a laugh. And they showed Laramie Tunsil pulling that fucking gas mask out, and I lost it. I was like, is this, this one? I was like, I, I was, it's like closed caption, and the volume was on like four, because I'm in the fucking hospital. And I'm like trying to see what's happening and hold it together. But I, like, he just pulled the mat like he was uh, Ray Mysterio Jr. or something. <laughs> Just blowing big gas at the screen. Big boy doinks. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if monster hits like you fucking read about Larry <laughs> Tonsil. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, now nah, this guy, uh, I was like, it came out. It was like, is it going to affect us? It's like, he's still offensive lineman. He's still, like, he still might go number one. I can't even remember who went number one that year. Was that golf? It was, yeah, that uh, was a golf year. Yep. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, he might. And then it was like, Yep, because the Ravens took a tackle six. Then the Tennessee so Titans, the Titans. Yeah, they took Conklin. That's when it was like, oh no, it was like before, <laughs> it was like ten minutes ago. This guy was clearly the number one tackle prospect, uh, like unanimous. Well, he, he had the uh, he had the tag like best player in the draft, regardless of position, heading into that draft. Like if you yeah. just want like a lock, you you take Tunsil. Man, he was. You talk about a Laramie Tunsil documentary would be interesting as hell. Because he was part of that big old Miss class where everybody just took a wild bag, mm-hmm. and just like it's like, why? What do you know? Old Miss got the top five prospects: Kim Dichi brothers, <laughs> Laramie Tunsil. Uh, what's the receiver that stinks? Um, DK Metcalf. No, no, the other one. No, no Vikings no, 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 no. play for the Vikings. First round. Oh, uh, uh, Treadwell. Laquan Treadwell. Yeah. I just want to, yeah, he was part of like that class and they still, I think they won like 10 games. And now, yeah, then he blew some big gas. <laughs> and then he leaked all the, or his, I think it was a stepfather. His stepfather. Uh, yeah. Started posting on Tunsil's Instagram account, like all the old texts, like asking coaches to like pay his like mother's like gas bill and then being <laughs> like, yeah, sure. We don't, okay. Like who yeah. gives a, like, yeah. It was like the clearly deleted messages in between stuff, but yeah, that was, yeah. A, that was a good one. But I, I was like, "Why does this video even exist? Like, why? <laughs> why does this exist?" Uh, him just looking. There's like, no uh, doubt in my mind. <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind. The Ravens take him if he does, or if someone even higher than the Ravens takes him if this video doesn't come out. No doubt in my mind. And again, I, maybe it was the I know, like I know Jack Conklin's good. Is Stanley good? Ronnie Stanley? I have no idea. He hasn't made any Pro Bowls or all pros, so. Hmm. And Tunsil, yeah, he started uh, 44 games. He started every game he's played in since then. Correct. And he's played multiple positions because he came into the league. I think they had him <laughs> at, like, guard, and now he's playing left tackle. And it's just like, all right. But, yeah, I don't know why. Lyle Collins, that was a really, it was like, no, this guy's a consensus top pick. Might be involved in a murder case, so he's asking people yeah, not to draft him. Yeah, that. Yeah, that he's like, I'd like to just pick where I play if that's all right with. If I'm not going to be a, a first rounder, no, thank you. I can't. How did no team in like the seventh round be like? Well, at least with the very least, we're going to have a first right on or first crack at negotiating with you. Didn't uh, did the Cowboys not draft him? No, he was undrafted. 
I thought they called his bluff. No, they wait. I, th- I think that was where he wanted to go. Once he realized that was going to happen, I think he was like, "Yeah, I'm just going to go to the ca- yeah undrafted free agent." He got a, a three year contact a contract immediately guaranteed, uh, which is wild as an undrafted <laughs> free agent. But that's how you know he was nice. Yeah. Regard as a first round pick in the 2015 draft and a likely top 10 prospect. And it was, it's not, yeah, the shooting death of a pregnant woman he used to date, but like he wasn't even a suspect. But it sounds like his Correct. ex got murdered and was like, can't take him. So he, yeah, oh, he went undrafted after agents threatened he would sit down into the next draft if any team selected him after the third round. Okay, so in round three, what the hell? I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's, uh, that's one of those ones where if, I, if I'm like a, a craft or someone, I, I draft them, I get them on the horn. I'm like, we're going to pay you first round money. It's not going to be on the books, but you're going to get it. So shut up and show up. They don't, like, it can be all, like, again, they gave money guaranteed you know, on off the books. It's just like, yeah, we're you're a top 10 talent. If we can get you in the third round, uh, undrafted to steal, third round to steal too. So, so yeah, he's yeah, just the starting right tackle now. Signed a two-year, fifteen million dollar extension. So things are things are going well for Lyle Collins. Yeah, if you're this is what I know about drafting offensive linemen. If they're involved in some sort of scandal right before the draft, just take them. I feel like it's opposite for cornerbacks. I'm Definitely the opposite. Yeah. I'm yeah, Janoris Jenkins. Right? Mm. Janoris Jenkins happened well before he got drafted. I was gonna say. I know Gary and Connor. They was like, "Yeah, he." I think it was him. <laughs> before I make sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was him. Let's yeah. see. Yeah, had <laughs> days prior to the draft, a woman accused Connor of rape, claiming it had occurred earlier in the month. He's like, he denied it, and they were, Raiders were like, "Okay, took him twenty like, four." I yeah. don't. I don't even know what happened. Of it, I'm pretty like, sure that one got. Uh, a jury ruled. The word I'm looking for. A jury ruled not to charge. Um, and again, like maybe that's if it was just false allegations, maybe that should have. But it's just why it's like no, the month of, and they were like no, first round. They administered a polygraph to him, and he passed it. So yeah, first round, pretty good. And I like I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's good now. Like, I, I don't know. I think he was all right at points last year, if I remember. I remember PFF talking about him at some point. He's a he's the sixty, Pro Football Focus in twenty eighteen. He was the sixty eighth highest. Great among all qualifying cornerbacks, so not uh, not not what I'd want from my first rounder, but not awful. No. If, it, yeah. if everybody's playing three cornerbacks and you're in the top sixty-eight, you're you're playable, but not a yeah. You're on the field, twenty-four pick. Yeah, um, one that I don't think was getting enough uh, love was when the power just fucking went out in the Super Bowl. That was good. That was when they were switching over. He's like, we cannot have Colin Kaepernick win this Super Bowl. The long-term implications would be devastating. <laughs> they really would. They really oh, would. look. Flacco's out right now for protesting. I don't know what he'd be protesting, but it's something. <laughs> He's like, there's no concern way to make general soaps. I need all Chinese restaurants on the same page so I know what I'm getting. This man, out of the league. What do I even have in part one? That's what I need to find. I'm just I'm still just scrolling the comments of 
the original tweet. It's really some wild ones. I mean, what would be your number one crimes included? That would probably be Hernandez or Penn State for me. Probably Hernandez, honestly. Because it's like all these... Like you are know, like football guys are crazy and like with the shit and connected to their life. Nah, not like Aaron Hernandez was. No, like the Pouncers was beating people up. They wasn't killing people. I didn't think. I mean, I don't know. Hmm. One one I put in here that I feel like does like should be a, maybe even a movie of some sort. I don't know if it'd be a good movie, but. Did you ever hear when ESPN hired uh, Sarah Phillips? No, I don't think so. She was someone who, like, bought a bunch of followers on Twitter and used to just, like, uh, post in, like, gambling forum websites Mm. and finessed her way up to ESPN's page two, which, uh, yeah, which has been run by the likes of Hunter S. Thompson and Bill Simmons. Um, Jason Whitlock. All the great. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it wasn't until like someone tipped off, I believe it was Deadspin, uh, back when they used to be a website. And it turned out like she was just a catfish. She like wasn't even like a real person. And it, it ended up being just like two people running a like a cell phone scam uh, <laughs> or out of a T-Mobile in um, was Oregon State. Uh, what's the name of that town? Portland. Uh, Corvallis. <laughs> yeah, Corvallis, exactly. And it's just like, how does that happen at ESPN? How are they not properly vetting <laughs> people they hire? You talk about running off on the plug. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like a daily, uh, daily, weekly, I can't remember what it is, but a column on ESPN dedicated just to you. Like, all right, sure. Another one that I saw, Javon Belcher killed himself in front of his GM and head coach in the parking yeah. lot. And, like, one, they still had a game. Two, they've still got players with, like, domestic violence uh, issues on the resume. So you talk about something. You came and went. Like, a ma- I was going to say imagine for the NBA. I don't even want to. That's just a horrible thing to happen. Yep, it was nope. just like, yep, they went out and won it for Romeo Cornell. They did it for yeah, the that, Gipper. That one was quite absurd. That Donald Sterling, basically everything Donald Sterling did. If yeah. he did any of this shit now, they would have found a reason to get him up out of there. Somebody put Tony Stewart killed a guy during a race. People really do forget that. <laughs> killed him dead. One of the more popular memes Twitter has seen is Tony Stewart killed a guy. That was. <laughs> I'm trying. Colangelo Burner was a good one that really. That and Fultz, like yeah. the Sixers had too. Just Fultz being a <sighs> consensus. Like, uh, Colangelo picked Fultz, right? I feel like those are just those oh, might yeah. just be uh, one. I think he did. Yeah, he did. I feel like those are just one. You could just say like the Sixers. The process. The process is one of the weirdest things. Like it's, it probably worked, and it's still a guy like the number one pick two years in just forgot how to shoot. <laughs> and the GM had a burner account. Like Kevin Durant having a burner account. It don't even. That ain't even top ten no more. No, it isn't. 
Uh, I think the Colangelo one's way funnier than Durant's too. Oh, easily. Uh, people had Durant to the Warriors as one, maybe because we called that like two years before it happened. It wasn't as shocking to me, but I didn't think that belonged anywhere near here. Listen, you're talking about only sports shit. Kawhi George forcing the Clippers or the Thunder to trade Paul <laughs> George to the Clippers. <laughs> Under, with no leverage. Yeah, I'd like to play with that guy. You can play for us. Nah. Okay, whatever you want, Paul. Just kidding. You want out? I'm fine with you being out. I think uh, Nick Nick Foles winning a Super Bowl the way he did uh, is up there. But even then, that feels... I don't know. Like That ain't even a 25-blown 25-point lead. That ain't even the offensive juggernaut scoring four points in the Super Bowl. That ain't even Peyton Manning's dead body winning a Super Bowl. I feel like I'll put all those above it. Excuse me. The that Rams team scored three points. My bad. What I say? Four. I don't. My bad. Oh, Two yeah. safeties would have been way too much. <laughs> McVay, the genius. Yeah, they would have got the ball back if they got two safeties. Uh, Nine point. Yeah, that's a two possession game. I still think my favorite of all of these, not the best, but my favorite, Vontae Davis just retiring at halftime was. That was really good. Man. That was great. That's just not like you think Andrew Luck didn't give them enough heads up. That guy was in the middle of a game and was like, you know what? Bills don't got it this year. I'm out of here. Yeah, Vontae said, I'm not going to give you a chance to boo me. Y'all not going to know. <laughs> Where's my, he left his Gatorade bottle. I guess he's coming back. I know, his car keys are gone. <laughs> I still, I wish there was just like a an OJ-like helicopter chase, but... Just him driving with his pads on, very speed limity, <laughs> and just getting getting home, kissing the wife, going inside, never coming out. Yeah, he's like, nah, that'll do. <laughs> it's a uh, yeah, no, this is these are the type of things that'll that fuck Team USA losing to Australia should probably be on there. Probably. Yuck. You just can't beat Team USA losing. Can't do it. They had nothing for Patty Mills, man. They didn't have no all-NBA defense guards or nothing playing. We have nothing for Patty Mills. We have no Hall of Fame coaches strategizing. Hmm. Maybe the Celtics are just uncoachable. They just just don't listen to any authority. Steven's like, I've been telling you. Hoodlums, the yeah, lot like, of them. Yeah, oh. He's like, they're just really good kids. They just don't fuck with coaches. They just don't fuck with twelve. <laughs> great kids, great basketball players. Not fans of authority. Yeah, Jalen's just like it's true. I respect yeah, Brad Stevens and everything he stands for, but fuck I can't. Ops, yeah. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> he just starts stacking. We're like, where, where did this come from? <laughs> it makes sense, man. Oh man. That Dwight Howard wearing the number 39, that's the most wild sports story. That should be up there. Is he? Oh, yeah. I didn't hear that. That's terrible. I think it just, it might have came out, like, right before we got on. I, saw, I can't even find it. <laughs> yeah, he's, I think it's, thir- it's something very ugly. Because I remember thinking, that's 39. Yeah, it's 39. Bad. 
That's Lawrence Maroney. That was that's not even good for a running back. It's not good for any sport. That's how you know it's a bad number. Yeah, like you. That's like backup catcher. P. Also, I have no idea why the Lakers didn't just sign Joe Kim Noah. I have no idea. I. I feel like him and LeBron. Or LeBron still might hate him from like those Bulls days. I don't know. You think he likes Dwight Howard? <laughs> you think anyone like like you? You think anyone likes the White Tower? I say all that now. I, I, he was, he, he's he's good with Rondo now, but Noah, that's the line. <laughs> fair, that's fair. Maybe, maybe that's it. Rondo and Noah don't get along. I'm just saying, man. And and the worst thing, like they. I'll say, like, good for Dwight Howard getting a job. I don't like that it came out that he basically had to beg for a job. I don't like that that came out. That feels like no, that's too, not great. It's like it's, in meetings with Lakers management, coaches and teammates, including Anthony Davis, late this week, Howard sold himself as an eight-time All-Star who had hit rock bottom, in the words of one team source, and promised that he'd humbly accept the responsibility to rebound and block shots for the Lakers. Why is that coming out? I don't it like should. that. Yeah, I don't like that coming out. Well, it's the Lakers' fucking front office. They don't know what they're doing. But it's like, they signed Dwight know. Howard. And let him win 39. Yeah, that's when it's like, can we nullify this contract? It's, uh, like it's, it's like, well, I mean, they can cut him whenever they want. Okay, and then they have to go back to get somebody that they decided was worse than Dwight Howard. Right. And I thought people were t- it's like, you can't deny the upside's bigger with Noah. I sure can't. Joe Kim Noah was good last year. He's playing for the Grizzlies, so no one saw it. And again, if he did exactly what he I'm looking at, yeah, forty two games last year, seventeen minutes a game off the bench, seven point six boards, two assists. Shot fifty two percent from the field, seventy two percent from the line. Is willing to do all that dirty work shit and be that guy that the other team hates. Dwight Howard very willing to be that guy that his own team hates. <laughs> First in line. Can't wait. Yeah, like, I, I don't. I can't remember yeah. who it was the other day, but someone was making the case that it's much they they much more likely the Lakers don't make the playoffs than compete for a championship. No, they'll compete. I just like I still think they're like their top two is so good, and they can still like again win slash if this doesn't work out, I guess they can sign Noah. I just I feel like I just would have. I don't, I don't know the upside of this Dwight Howard signing. What what would what would like Laker fans do if LeBron was like if Dwight did contribute, LeBron was able to coexist with them and Kobe very publicly couldn't. They'd still blame Dwight. I think that's fair. Outside with Kobe on much. Yeah, like they're whatever happens, Dwight's gonna get maybe that's part of it. LeBron's like, hey man, if we're uh, we're five hundred thirty games in, we'll just cut Dwight. Okay, that'll fix it. I just, I don't, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like he's we not hear like people starting, right? Their game. I don't know. If people keep saying Anthony Davis just refuses to play center, so I, <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> he might be playing thirty five minutes a game next year. It was basically <laughs> no. It was for backup minutes behind Javale because I heard Javale was at the meeting. All right. And it's like, what one? I don't. 
if I'm trying to get a job to the GM, why am I? Why do I have to basically beg through my teammates? Like that didn't seem fair to me. Like, and if uh, this works, yeah. if, if if all that if that works, why why is did, did they pitch this like, hey Melo, you can play with us. You just have to beg Palenka first. And he's just like, fuck you. Yeah, suck my dick. I've made two hundred seventy-five million dollars in my career. I'm like, come on, you got to kiss the ring. Also, like, do you believe Dwight Howard's going to like accept this humbly and crash the boards and only? Do you believe what he said? I guess is the question. I don't think he's going to be like demanding the ball in the low post. I just think he's going to be not. I like. I just don't like. I think Rondo's going to call him a bitch one one too many times, and that's going to end it. That's what I'm saying. Like, what? That's how I don't see the upside. I don't see him. No. I feel like people. I feel like people just play like whatever game you have. That's just the game you play, man. It's like LeBron's gonna play point guard this year. AD won't play center. Their games are the you call them whatever they want. They play their game. Dwight Howard plays his game. His game is he doesn't like to. He should pick and roll every time. He doesn't like to do that. <laughs> don't yeah. don't don't see the point. Yeah, he's like I'd much rather post up and show off these six skills. <laughs> And so it's like his upside, like if he's doing rim running like that, at the end of games, they're still going to go small to Anthony Davis. So he's still not playing there. There are the minutes like opposite JaVale, which JaVale was fine last year. That's why it's like, do I need Dwight and JaVale? That's really my biggest issue. I hope they play them together. 80 at the three. I, yeah, I, listen, if you want him to go bigger, he won't do it, friend. Right. <laughs> he will not play the five. He said he will walk the plank. Uh, said he will kidnap Rob Palenka's family if he plays one minute at center, despite making two All NBA teams there. Yeah, I don't. I don't see this Lakers team having. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm certain of that. I mean, they'll they'll be fine. Like they're playing for the playoffs. They'll be fine. But I, I don't know. It just seems like, I don't know. As a teammate, everything. If I'm including everything, I think I'd just rather have Joe Kim know at this point. I don't have to. I don't even need to have a meeting to say, "Are you willing to like beg your teammates and coaches?" Joe Kim, no. Like I don't even think he. I think his was really was just health. Like New York paid him way too much money, and then he just got hurt. I think he finally got healthy. It was like I just want to play ball. Memphis will let me do it. I will play there. Yeah, the Knicks were like, just go be in France. We're going to still pay you. He was like, all right. Okay. And I think that probably helped tremendously. So I I don't, know, I don't like 39, though. No, 39 is, I think, yeah, that's one of those things. The second you see it, it's like, all right, you're out. Yeah, the, I just, I don't see this working. I don't, I don't see a win-win for Dwight Howard. He's gonna have to be on his best behavior all year, and they can still drop him at a like you know, he. Yeah, he yeah. Might, he he might play everything right. They go on a four game skid, and it's like uh, uh, Dwight was talking about those snakes. Get him out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's one where you're gonna be like, if I make it to game twenty, this becomes fully guaranteed. Like, there's no more. No way. Yeah, I, th- like, I think it's right. January. I think there is a deadline. I think it's like before the All Star break, but it's after New Year. So it's like. 
I don't a thirty. You're getting a good enough sample. I feel like you yeah. know. I don't think you need thirty games to know if the Dwight Howard is. I feel like you need three preseason games. Tyler, your parents don't pack your lunches for you anymore, do they? I wish. And that's tough because you really you still have to eat. That'd be great. Yes, that'd be tremendous. Uh, you can have your favorite restaurants brought to you mm-hmm. with DoorDash. Brown the, paper bag no not more. included. <laughs> How Door- do I know what's lunch? <laughs> mm. Riddle me that, DoorDash. Well, yeah. yeah, throw it away. Like, all right, guess I'll. Uh, can't be eat garbage. This now. Could be anything. DoorDash connects you to your favorite restaurants in the city. Ordering is easy in your city, not the city, your city. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be delivered to you wherever you are. Not only is your favorite pizza joint already on DoorDash, but there are over 340,000 restaurants in 3,300 cities, so you might find a new favorite while you're at it. I might. Mm-hmm. With door-to-door delivery in all 50 states and Canada, order from your local go-tos or choose... From your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, and the Cheesecake Factory. Don't worry about dinner. Let dinner come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get 5 bucks off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code MIX. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app from the App Store and enter promo code M-I-C-K-S. Don't forget, that's promo code MIX for $5 off your first order at DoorDash. I'm glad they got it in Canada so that guy won't have to see no more rabid raccoons on the way. He could just live. <laughs> Is that where that happened? Is. Oh, yeah. Because people were very I much in realize. the comments are like, they don't even have rabid raccoons in Canada. People were like, this is... <laughs> People were hitting with stuff. They're like, no, this is a misdemeanor. Like, delete this. This is literally illegal, what you're doing. And he's like, you haters, go ahead, go eat your chicken lunch and uh, go eat a, a a pork and then tell me I can't kill a raccoon with my dad in a machete. Okay. <laughs> the machete was a wild touch. <laughs> Not my Canada. The, yeah, here's, here's photographic evidence. That's me, James Bartholomew Jones. He just, yeah, like he about to do an ollie on the damn raccoon. <laughs> oh, boy. Listen, man. Those raccoons sneak up on you. You got to take them out. I don't know what you want from, from our Canadian friends up north. So I see. I got two basketball questions. One's not even a question. All right. You want the question or the non-question first? You have an edict? Yeah. All right. Which one you want first? See you guys next week. No. <laughs> like, I'll just let me sleep on it. Yeah, you just have. I'm like, all right, good for you, pal. No need to brag. <laughs> yeah, congrats. We're not here to. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I was fucking my wife. No. Uh, uh, um, yeah, let's hear this statement. This proclamation. I have no idea why Karis Levert signed for fifty-three million dollars. What was the amount of years? Three. Three for fifty-three. I, I get he's had some injury history. Mm-hmm. But man, oh man, like seventeen per. That's very reasonable for a guy that's probably going to be an all-star. Yeah, 
and D'Angelo like parlayed his All Star spot into four for one fourteen, I think. Sounds right. Maybe one seventeen, something. Like yeah, that. something like and. Now, to me, it, it just feels unless they he said I'll sign this if you, like the Lou Will thing, like I'll take way low, but you like don't trade me, don't fuck me over. Yeah, but uh, I mean again, because that's just like if I'm another team, I'm like I can get three years of Karis Levert for seventeen million per. What do they want? Yeah, I would definitely be trying to get like, a potential All Star on that type of. I think it's it kicks in after next year, so. If he just if he's just an all star now, it's like yeah, well he's already off the market. He's making as much money as a Bismack Biombo will after he opts in. I think it's uh, right now it appears like a steal for the Nets, but I think if you're Karis Levert and you do have that injury history, uh, like you're saying, I think it's really hard to be to turn down. What uh, what's he probably making this year? Like two or three. He'll make two point six. Also, for the other, I feel like it go either way. It's like you know what, man. I just had the worst injury, like fucking ever, of my life, and I still got fifty two million, man. I like the upside to me feels, but again, maybe he just doesn't want that, or it just doesn't matter. Because again, if he was willing to wait, he might get like sixty million dollars more over the oh, same, yeah. over the course of the contract. And I don't. I just feel like it just feels very trade chippy to me. It's like okay, we got Kyrie, Katie comes back. We tried that first year. Katie's back doesn't work. We got Levert to dangle, and that'll get us like a yeah. pretty good. That'll be just like a damn good piece. So I, great deal for them. If I'm for him, I, I don't know. It just seems uh, like a little payola to me. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate it. Either way, I see what you're saying, but $55 million over the next four years. I mean, we just saw it <clears throat> with Tobias where he bet on himself and got an extra $100 million over the same amount of time uh, that was offered to him a year prior. Uh, but for every story like that, there's a Nerlens out there who will never make the amount of money the Mavericks offered him. Well, his that was the thing because he had his after – like his rookie contract was done. This wasn't even like an extension. He just turned down that bag. I just like if if he does the same exact thing. Even if he got injured again, if he hits the free somebody like Malcolm Brogdon might have no feet and just got four eighty. <laughs> like legit, he just might not have feet. You're right. You're right. It just got four, so if I'm like next year, because if he gets hurt next year, it's like oh boy, did we just sink? 17 million a year to a guy who can't stay healthy around it like we're clearly gonna be in the luxury tax right and if he's really good it's like oh boy i feel like it also limits like what they could do next year but maybe that's what they want just the bird in the hand but i don't i don't know i would like to see him wait it out but good for him hopefully it's a win yeah i mean i'm sure just earlier this year when the middle of his rehabbing he was probably like i'm not gonna make it like I'm, I'm, I'm sure there were points where he was just like, man, if I can just get back to the court, I'll be happy. So, hitting him with fifty three million, I'm sure he was like, no problem. Where do I sign? Yeah, till he look up next year, he's like, John Wall's making twice what I made. Why did I just sign this deal? <laughs> twice after taxes, maybe. That's upset. Yeah, next year Chris Paul's making forty one. They just got three years of Karis Levert for fifty three. 
I think that's what he's going to see Chris Paul just pull past. He's like, how's Chris Paul driving two Bentleys? They'd be like, I don't, it's rich people shit, man. The first, like, what the fuck? I'm making barely more than DeAndre Jordan. You wouldn't understand, Brokey. Yeah, Joe Harris just pats him on his head. Joe's like, hey, more money for me. I asked Joe if the Celtics had started recruiting him yet um, on Team USA, and, and he just laughed. Mm. The last time he just laughed is when I asked him if the Nets were about to sign Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. So heavy recruitment going on in Australia. Joe, you're a smart guy. Oof. Don't listen, Daddy. They're handing out bags in Brooklyn, apparently. <laughs> yeah, they're going out. Yeah, get one of those before they run out. Um, this is what was your question? In 2024, Damian Lillard will make $54 million. That wasn't my question, but I just... I was going to say, strange question. Yeah, what do you think about that? The free market. <laughs> Talk about it, Mick. <laughs> no, uh, like it's bad. Uh, I got a shout out uh, at Josh Eberly. He asked this, like, who is the better player, James Harden or Jason Kidd? Who would you say? It's just peak for peak. Uh, just what I'm trying to find. I want to find the exact tweet because I want to find his exact wording. Now here we go. Better career, better career, James Harden or Jason Kidd. I mean, Harden's got the MVP and multiple top three finishes. Hard kid has, what, one top three finish? Maybe? Maybe. Oh that's what I mean. Yeah, like, that's not a guarantee. Uh, yeah, hard, like, kid's up there on the all-time three-point list, but he was no shooter. Not, not until you're 15. Right. <laughs> he was like, oh, you can make these? All right, sure. Hmm. Yeah, literally, <laughs> looking through his uh, nicknames, J-Kid, the second nickname according to Basketball Reference, Ace and Kid. The boy's got no J. Yeah, simply simply cannot shoot. Uh, the Engine, which no one ever called him. Uh, the Engine that could the kid, not shoot. Yeah. <laughs> the Basketball. Ten-time uh, All-Star... Five-time assist champ. That's a little low for a kid. I would have thought that would have been higher. I think his was pretty much a run, though. Like he, yeah, he won like five or six, and I'm guessing he probably, was second, yeah. probably like those other years. That's what I said. He's tremendous. I think he's he's one of the five best passers I've ever seen. He was a tremendous guard defender when guard defense meant a damn. Mm-hmm. And I still comfortably feel like the answer is James Harden. I don't think it's close. I'll say it's close, but I think it's James Harden. I don't like the only thing people were saying was like the like the defense. I was like, well, it's guard defense, and to the ring. The year they got that ring, he he was ninth in points per game. It's one thing with people. Hey, nothing wrong being a like you're like third or fourth leading score. He was ninth. That's why it's like I can't. You say him having a ring is the only thing. Multiple people's like that. He has to. He has a ring. It's like I. I I don't think that's good enough here. James Harden has an MVP. He has two scoring titles. <laughs> he has an assist title of his own. Like he's not thirty yet. Yeah, you he understand? Does. He is now. Did he just turn thirty? I believe today's his birthday. Oh wow! Oh boy! Houston economy about to boom. 
So yeah, like I don't uh, see... yeah, August twenty sixth, nineteen eighty nine. Happy birthday, J H. He uh, kid wasn't like a massive scorer for that that Mavs team. I didn't realize it was ninth on that team, but same the 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 defensive gauntlet he drew throughout that entire playoff run. Uh, not that he completely shut everyone in his face down, but. I, no, it's he, not like he, he didn't got, contribute. No, hundred percent, hundred percent, because he definitely hit the threes they needed him to do, played the point guard they needed to, defended, definitely played his role. I was like, okay, can I see what James Harden fifteen years in when he learns to pick up a new skill? Can I see what that <laughs> looks like? And can I see what it looks like when James Harden has the luxury of being the ninth leading scorer on a championship team? Then I can, <laughs> I'll open it back up. But until then. I feel like it's hard in a wash. Yeah, even the year kid was averaging the ninth most points on that team, he was still like eight assists a game, still nearly two steals a game. And he started 80 games that year. Wild. But there's another like hard and wild durable too. You can't even give like kid super durable. Here, so I'm oh, a- I wasn't even trying to do that. I was just saying that late into his career. He no, was for still- sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, over, uh, over 18 years, how many three-pointers do you think Jason Kidd made over his entire career? It's like 1,800, isn't it? No, less than that. He's at 1988. Oh, okay. All right. James Harden turned 30 today, and he's at 2025. <laughs> It's not close. I like it's because whatever shooter knock you wanted to give kid, he's not a better shooter than James Harden under no circumstances. No, no. he's not like the type of shot creator. Again, we've learned guard defense does not matter. I'm trying to think what else people were saying. I got I got people saying it's like Harden's hit his ceiling. I was like, why do you all keep doing that? <laughs> like he's gonna have to average 47 points a game next year. And people, are like, I, don't, I just don't see it, man. I don't know what. what. It's true. There is people. I think there's still a lot of people out there who still think he would thrive best as a six man. Oh yeah, no, he just needs a. He's basically uh, Lou Will, fuzzy Lou Will. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just like this year the man averaged 36 points a game. Two years ago, he led. He had 29 points and led the league in assists. Why do we keep putting a ceiling on this man? I have no idea. He's, I don't know, I, I think people just, like, Gay Pat had that block last year. It was like, I hate watching James Harden play basketball. And I think a lot of people agree with that. And so they I, just don't. And they that makes them be like, yeah, he's all right, I guess. No, no, he's an all-time great, like, already, without question. I got to say, like, I hear that, and I used to not like, now I like, like, his game is a lot more entertaining now than it was. It's like the spurt, like, when people... It's like, oh, the Spurs are just boring to watch. Some of those Spurs teams were, but when they started, like, zipping the ball around, that was fun to watch. Right. It's, like, hard now. This, I'm, again, I could just watch them take step-back threes all day. That's just me. And I also feel like it doesn't, like, him getting to the line, it's kind of accepted, so it doesn't, I don't even feel like it slows down the game as much as it felt like it used to. It's just accepted. He's just going to get to the line 11 times a game. That's just what he does. Right. And now it's like this year, he might take 15 threes a game and shoot 15 free throws. I'm not going to put a ceiling on him. I, I can't do it. 
It's like he didn't make it to the finals. He didn't play uh, those terrible Eastern Conference teams. Or blow leads to those terrible Eastern Conference teams. It's true. It's on, it's on the resume, too. But somebody's mm-hmm. like, is he, uh, somebody like is, is James Harden leading that Nets team to the finals? I was like, if he got to play the same exact teams, probably. If you just drop, if you just swap them out, James Harden on either one of those Nets teams, do they, I don't, like, they don't beat the Spurs either way. Do they make the finals? I think they do. Thousand percent. Yeah, so probably. Who, like, what, what were, like, we were the second or third best team in the East at that point. Like, what were we supposed to do about, like, it was us, the Pacers, the 76ers, and them. And I'm sure I'm forgetting, like, the Magic or some shit. But it, no one was beating that that team until the Pistons came around. Yeah, they just weren't ready yet. And they were winning, yeah, a smooth, good God, that's disgusting. Number one team. 48 games. 52 wins. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't have had home court in the West that year. So it's like, yeah, would uh, could James Harden get them past the forty-two and forty Pacers in the first round? Probably. <laughs> I think he could. I don't. <laughs> and again, I mean, like, Jason, just... he's still. I can't remember where we each had him ranked. Kid is still one of the. Where do we have him? Thirty-five. I'm, he was in both of our top fifties. Yes, I'm like, I'm not making that up. Yeah, anymore. definitely, thousand percent, thousand percent. But I, I don't think it's close, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm at like just how well he plays with Capella, especially throwing lobs. Imagine if he was doing that with Kenyon Martin, right? Yeah, somebody hit me. It was like uh, his second best player was Kenyon Martin. Out there, James Harden would have no idea how to use a guy like that. <laughs> Gotta can jump out of the you- gym. Well. Set me a screen right here. I'm going to score or you're going to score. Sometimes yeah. both of us will score. Yeah, look, as soon as you set the screen, jump. He's like, we're 16 feet. Just trust me. Just trust me. <laughs> Kane's like, all right. Like, wow, Kenya Martin averaging 24 a game. I mean, it would, like, Richard Jefferson. Yeah, I'm sure he would have really struggled with Richard Jefferson. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, that's, like, again, they're both great players. That's how... And people are like, he's asking now who's the better players, who had the better career. How do you not see that? I was like, I think the answer to both is Harden. Correct. <laughs> and James Harden's not going to pretend to coach after either. Like it's yeah. Let's see. I had kid twenty nine. You had him twenty seven. So yeah, we both have him as a top thirty player all time. But we both. Where did I have Harden? Let's see. I had Harden thirty eight. This is before this yeah, before he decided to score thirty seven a game. You had, let's see. Did I have him? I might not have had him. I you had thirty two. Here we go. Oh, yeah, all right. So, yeah, so we both yeah, we both had hard in top forty and both had kid top thirty. So it's it's no disrespect to either. But again, after this last season, like if we I don't know. Ballpark where you think you'd have heart. You had him thirty two before. Like is he is he top twenty five now? Did we do that last summer? Didn't it? It should feel like a hundred years ago, didn't it? It was, it was like decades ago. The hard was barely in the league when we made this list. <laughs> the blog where I finally put him together was a couple months later, but that was September second. It hadn't even been a year since I posted the blog <laughs> with all the graphics. That's how. <laughs> that's how little time means, people. Um. So I had him 32 a year ago. You had, Currently, a, you had Westbrook 31. Is he above Westbrook now? 
he is, but it's like I'd put him probably both above what? Kid. So it'd be like I'd have Harden 25, Russ 26 if I'm sliding Kid back, or 26, 27, something along those lines. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, if he jump, like, is he to jump from that? He would jump past uh, from your list: Ewing, Isaiah Thomas, McGrady, Jason Kidd, Grant Hill, and Gary Payton. I feel like that's a fair leap with the season he had. I would love to see Payton try and cover him. I would. T- I was like, listen, just can I have a, a Jason Kidd, James Harden backcourt that just has everything I want from a backcourt? No. The answer was, was no. Yeah, the answer was a yeah. No, you can't. No. Sure can't. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like twenty five. I think that's inter- like your list. Twenty five is Peyton. Twenty four is Iverson. Would you put him Harden yeah. above Iverson right now? How about we move back to your list? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> listen, I, okay, yeah. Listen, because I, I got an addendum to make. Number fifty up for grabs. Koozie, you're you're done, Daddy. Ah oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, listen, you, listen, you old fuck. Us- I trusted you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, one of us was smart enough to not have any white point guards prior to like 1990 on our list. Oh boy, oh boy, I don't even know who I'm gonna give. I got Ben Wallace 49, Ben Wallace twice. <laughs> yeah, shooting guard Ben Wallace and yeah. center Ben Wallace. Whew. Let's see. Yeah, okay. I had <laughs> I had Harden. Yeah, 38. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Okay. How do you play with Bill Russell? Like, know that man for over 50 years and then be standing up there. Fucking son of a... Ah. That's... Listen, that's white people for you, man. Y'all be killing animals. Y'all, y'all be rubbing off against uh, some of the greatest human beings of all time. He's like, you know, we're people too. Because it's like, absolutely. But anyways, <laughs> let me tell you more about this Trump guy. He is the bee's knees. He doesn't respect anybody. I like it. I want to have a beer with him. I think kids belong in cages. I'm Bob Cousy. <laughs> uh, that's tough. Somebody, that was... it was one of like multiple people, but I can't give credit because I can't remember who said it first. It was like, you really surprised he wouldn't go left? Zing. Yeah, that was good. It was good. Listen, a good burn's a good burn. I had Harden 38, Westbrook 37. And I would say after this past year, I have Baylor, Pettit, Sabonis, Ewing, Isaiah Thomas, George Mike. I'm so glad George Mike and dead, so he don't do, say no dumb shit like that. <laughs> uh, wait, I don't. Mike is listed twice, so I don't know who my real 30 is. Kids 29, yep. Nash is 28, because I think that's interesting. I think I feel like he catapults at least right there, because then I've got Hard Nash, Iverson, Peyton, huh? Harden got to be better than Nash. He ain't even better than Jason Kidd, man. No, I agree. He's better. <laughs> but then right there, that's when I have Iverson and Gary Payton. It's like, is he? Maybe. Am I ready to admit it? Not yet. Not Iverson. Yes. Not even Payton. So what? I yeah, I was gonna say I had Iverson, Payton. You had Payton, Iverson. Let's see. Yep. Pretty good. Let's see. But like, like my 25, forget. Stockton, I don't know if I can put him past. He's a better player than Stockton, but if you are talking about career, then Stockton had a great career. So it's like, I don't know if I could put him over Harden yet, but individual player for sure. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's where Stockton's totality really is absurd to look at. 
Yeah, that and Jerry Sloan just realizing this guy's getting older. I should play him less minutes. And every other coach is being like, this guy's problem. <laughs> to be fair, Sloan never won the big one. Hey, listen, a lot of people didn't. A lot of people didn't get to lose to Michael Jordan. That's a privilege. Twice. It's true. He was also the first person it's to true. apparently just be like, I think we should do pick and roll until they stop it. He just didn't do it with three-point shooting because three-point shooting didn't matter then. <laughs> Bulls would have lost by 30 if they had just had Stockton shoot threes. Uh, well, listen, he sh- if they just did uh, Stockton Malone pick and roll for spread shooters around them, if Antoine Big Dog Carr was a 42% three-point shooter, <laughs> if Hornacek was just ha- taking nine triples a game, and like Shandon Anderson was just like 42% from corner three, they would have swept the Bulls twice. <laughs> That Utah dynasty. <laughs> Boy, I'm so happy they didn't shoot threes. That's, that's the Kaepernick Flacco thing. Like, what if like Malone got two MVPs? What if he got two rings off Jordan? And it's like Jordan just could not beat Carl Malone. <laughs> like, he was four and two. He waxed everybody else, but the mailman had his number. That's that's, that's Brady Eli. <laughs> but not it, it's if Eli was actually good though. But a bad person. I'd rather be Eli. Yeah, definitely, without question. I Eli, you know how many seconds Eli Manning spent in Utah? Probably a lot because he's white. But they're all intentional. Oof. I'm trying to think. Yeah, because like right, like a Stockton, Paul Barkley, Wade Curry are my next five, and I don't know if I'm ready. But I do think like another year like that. That's when he gets into those. Wade's an interesting one because that would be him becoming like the third best shooting guard of all time. And maybe he is. Paul was an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't feel bad about him having 24. He's just a guy that's like, you talk about the arrows about to go way down and a lot of guys are probably about to jump him. You hate to see that. And like James Harden was calling him fat and stuff. Like he never gonna recover from that. Called him man boobs. I heard it on uh, Skip. Yeah. <laughs> now you had you had Chris Paul thirty four eighty thirty three. So after eighties year, in totality, what does he even move? What do you like? What do you do with that year? Because I didn't have him in my top fifty yet. Forty four. You dropping him? Yeah, Zion moved ahead of him. Uh, Jalen, Jalen wasn't on my list. I was trying to hold out. He's now on there. Rodman's top thirty. Uh, yeah. My, yeah, Marcus Smart is a Team USA captain, so he's just at least thirty-three. I wish you could guard Patty Mills. What number you got to be to guard Patty Mills? He only played nine minutes that game. The people who want to blame Marcus Smart he for gave that, those which points is mainly up to you. Booker. And he gave up those points. To... <laughs> no, no, that was Avery Bradley. Was... Listen, he gave up those points to them both. He played both games, true or false? Who? Marcus Smart. For, uh, he, he was there, yeah. That was. Uh, I can't remember who pointed it out, uh, but Matthew Delavidova beat the 73-win Warriors and the 78-win <laughs> Y'all Team talking, USA. Yeah, y'all talking so about Kawhi, the dynasty buster. He wish. Yeah. You don't want to see Delhi if, if you're a good team. If you're a bomb, you, he might let you slide. Just he feels bad for you. Man, oh, man. I was like, like legit. Not even, I was like, I didn't watch the game. I didn't expect them to lose. Call me a bad American. 
But I was like, legit between, because I know Smart was injured, but I was like, between he, between Donovan Mitchell, between Derek White, between Greg Popovich coaching, nobody had anything for Patty Mills? That's concerning. What what would Greg Popovich possibly know? What kind of insight would he have about Patty Mills? <laughs> we think this guy's just watching Australian film tape. Mills will never <laughs> hack it in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, it was, it's always like, Team USA is super young. Guys, other like guys, really haven't played together outside of the three Celtics. Like they just met Kemba, right? Uh, and they they just beat. Like I, I would be more concerned if they'd lost like the first game to Australia. Yeah. They just beat Australia two days prior, and Australia, to their credit, they are like a veteran team. Who's played like, more together. Than yeah, USA team is like, like push all five NBA players, right? I know a lot of countries can't I believe even say so. that. Yeah, right. So and like. I think our point differential against Australia is still like plus ten. Like I, I've been more concerned about Team USA in my life. I haven't, never, <laughs> not once. Like it is, it's like uh, I don't. I feel like it, I, we keep seeing like Donovan Mitchell is going to take that next step. I feel like that's where you take that step. And again, I don't right. know who. Like I don't know who was guarding Patty Mills because again, I didn't watch it. So I don't know who was on him. Was it Kimba? Like, was it? Oh, I, I, that game was on like five in the morning. I, yeah, I, yeah. I certainly didn't go back and rewatch. I, I, I thought you might have went back to the footage. Uh, yeah. So it's like, I don't know, but shit, like if, if you are Mitchell and you are going to have that season, I feel like that's where you're like enough. Patty Mills is not knocking us out of this game. Right. And I did didn't. go back and I did go back and notice that Jalen had a 100, 100, 150 uh, slash line in that game, so hard to blame him. Mm. Missing uh, free throws? I don't know. Precisely one of them. <laughs> they lost by he one. He also had a terrible one. turnover. I bet he did. Uh, but then he bounced back today, led the team in scoring, shot eight from eleven from or yeah, eight from eleven from the field. That's what I like to see out of Jalen. Who they play? Those dirty the raccoon killing Canucks. Hmm. <laughs> The rabid uh, <laughs> raccoons from uh, Ottawa. Yeah, yeah. That, this Canadian team, which I understand not all their players are playing, but I've been hearing about this Canadian Olympic uh, run we're about to see for what feels like a decade now. I mean, that's, they got a good team. Like you get five NBA players. I don't. Who's coaching them? Because I know Britt Brown used to. I don't know if he still does. I have no idea. You don't know who the you. You're supposed to be a basketball <laughs> guy. I don't even know what's a tight Team Canada. That sounds stupid. Team USA sounds so much better. Team Rabbit Raccoon stopped the... Nick Nurse! Oh, well, uh, cooked. We're done. You, you think he threw this game? He had to. He don't want to... He's sandbagging. Yeah, he's setting him up for the long play. No, he's not being Brett, Canadian. Brett Brown wasn't... <laughs> Damn, that's real. That's wild. It's like uh, it's like the players. Like my mother's mother was Greek, and they're like, okay, you can get like you're not gonna make Team USA. You can go for it, right? Shit, now it's like, hey, Popovich, get your ass out of here. We want Nick Nurse to coach. <laughs> Be, hey, don't let the door hit you, old man. We want somebody that can get out of the first round against a team uh, where everybody other th- the combined age is 84 of all five stars. <laughs> oh boy, but yeah. Marcus Smart, Team Team America, Captain. 
an outrageous series of events. He's finally wearing a number that isn't 36. Love to see that. Just joyous times to be a U.S. citizen. Hmm. That's what they're calling it. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, the commies? Who's calling it? <laughs> no, Marcus White did have a uh, a great quote today. Marcus Dietlove? <laughs> he said uh, the Celtics need to play next year like wounded coyotes. Okay. I'd prefer very healthy coyotes. That uh, the guy that killed the <laughs> raccoon is like, where? Where's the wounded coyote? I got my good boots on. Did uh, did Elizabeth Warren call you today? No, I don't want to say she's yellow bellied, but I will say it. Yes, we. She's from, she she called herself the number one Ballers trivia fan, but won't call in to challenge me in Ballers trivia. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I can I honestly, legitimately cannot think of a, a worse thing a presidential candidate could do than to call in and challenge you to Ballers trivia. That would be. You talk about no upside. If you beat me, I'm going to run a smear campaign to the likes of you've never seen. And if I win, you'll well, never like hear a, the end of it. A smear campaign to the likes of which you've never seen. <laughs> so she beats you. It's like why is why do we want our president watching so exactly. much Ballers? I was going to say that's my first. Well. Uh, Glad you were watching Ballers. People are starving, Elizabeth. <laughs> you heard about the water situation in Flint and you're watching Ballers? Come on. People are just like, boo her. Yay, Tyler. Well, then you get washed. It's like, what a dum-dum. She couldn't even beat Tyler in Ballers trivia. There's <laughs> not even any good questions about Ballers. I, was like, I went there and they're like, maybe he should be the governor of Florida. I'm like, wait, what? And I'm just the governor of Florida somehow. Buddy, trust me, it, you'd be shipped to Massachusetts. That's that's her land. Yep. Yeah, you wouldn't be a fan. You might want to throw that one like Nick Nurse. I might. Big time, uh, rock or big time Elizabeth Warren guy Spencer Strassmore. <laughs> Why does she tweet about that show so much? I don't understand. Does she like? Does, does she like a co-creator? Is she getting money off that show? Well, I don't. I had only seen the one yesterday, so if there's a history, because I was thinking, like, did she tweet that knowing he was going to be reading her book? If so, that's bullshit, and I don't do payola. But if she's, like, a legit <laughs> fan, and they threw her a bone, I like that. No, no, she's tweeted, let me let me search. I just want, like, show Joe Cattell puts his phone down one time, it's paused, and he's listening to mixtape. It's like, okay, I like that. Yeah, she tweeted about it on August 12th. I mean, like, in years past. 20, 2018. 2018, excuse me. That was her first tweet about it? You know, I've seen a bunch of them before. I don't know. Only okay. one was coming I, up I, right I hadn't now. seen it, but I didn't know if there was a history. Yeah, no, it's peculiar. Also, what the hell did Rock doing reading her book? He bootstraps as hell. <laughs> he sure is. Liz couldn't believe it. We were saying that today. She was like, Dwayne Johnson? We were like, no, he's absolutely a Republican. <laughs> They're like the the rock job. Yes, Liz. He's his bootstrap. Anyone with anyone with money, I'm shocked. The other one, it's the other way. And I don't. Even, that's the thing. I don't even know what's money anymore. Like I don't even know like what the line is where it's like, oh yeah, the rock. Yeah, I can't wait till the rock runs for. He's gonna run for president in like ten years. I think it's less about the money and more the time you've had the money. 
So like if you're mm. been, if you've been rich five years, you probably still get some bit of humanity left in you. If it's been like 10, 15 years you've been famous and rich, you have no idea what's going on on the planet anymore. Well, see, I also, like, it, like, if you've been a, uh, you've been a utility infielder for 15 years, like, you've just been making, like, steady money, because, like, NBA guys, they're about to sign contracts, like, nine-figure, like, Carlton Towns just signed, like, a nine-figure, like, you're immediately entering into that. Did that come with the contract? Like, Towns just starts, he's like, I'm just saying, the, uh... Was it Central uh, Park Five? Well, I mean, do we yeah. know their intentions? Why did he run if he didn't do anything wrong? Just saying. No, but I... Yeah, I don't think anybody that had money before... If you had money before Twitter, you don't have no morals. That's my line. Yeah, I can't imagine why you would. That Yeah. Because now it's like, oh yeah, no. if Donald, I was thinking about the Donald Sterling stuff. If he did any of that stuff now, the NBA gets him out there so fucking fast. And David oh, yeah. Stern and all those other owners were just cool with that shit for years. They're like, money is money. What are we to do? And it's like, it would, it was like, well, we can't. He's a terrible human being and a racist landlord. We can't touch that. Like he was doing whack shit, like within the confines of the Clippers. And they were just like, that's oh yeah, just, that's just Donnie, man. <laughs> I think I think even back then everyone was so nearsighted they were like well that's free that's two free wins on the schedule for us like they wanted to keep like uh, idiots in, in power because it made their job easier no for sure 100% it was like yeah like the opposite of that was Jerry Buss was like, you, wanna, <laughs> you look at LA you want to play for Donald Sterling or Jerry Buss it was like those guys used to be friends. I was like, "Oh wow, I can't wait till we find out Bus was a Bootstraps Bus." And then Magic oh, yeah. runs for president. We find out Magic is Bootstraps. Okay, yeah, you think Magic is Bootstraps? He's got a lot of money, and he's had it for a while. Thousand percent. <laughs> Thousand percent. Not a next. <laughs> I don't know, man. What a dumb question. Of course he. No, is. I feel like he probably. He's one. He's like, I'm a Republican. I'm not a Trump guy. But however. I do think they should pull up their pants. I'm like, magic. God damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, come on. Of course he is. It says he's a Democrat, man. He uh, Look, he bought a baseball team. Of course he is. That's what, one of, that's what I'm saying. He's one of those. Because if he really had that type of money, that's when I think you bootstraps. He's, he's the face of it. He got 2%. If he had the 80%. That's when that type of money is. Like, oh, oh, I mean, yeah. those That's people. Straps money, yeah. Those are above that. Like they're the ones like picking yeah, who's yeah. going to represent. Like who's going to be president. <laughs> like that's even beyond. Like they don't, they don't parties. Like who gives a shit? Yeah, nah. That just uh, gives. <laughs> Amazon didn't pay eleven billion on taxes. Good look. Yeah, that's like, that, that's an yeah. Those are the type of people who. Yeah, it's upsetting to think about. <laughs> Oh man, people don't realize how rich the rich really are. I can't wait till they eat. The That's I can't wait. Oh, uh, the barbecue? It was going to be a big day. Oh boy. Bootstraps Johnson. That would be hilarious. You? Magic. Yes, I'd be laughing at uh, Bootstraps Magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know what The Rock was doing reading that book. I didn't like it. 
I asked uh, this on radio last week, and people didn't. I don't think they quite got what I was saying. You know how it feels like every other week, but at least once a month we get a new celebrity who turns out to be an anti-vaxxer and like very proud of it. Right. How many celebrities would have to come out before you started listening to them? Listening like maybe I should be an anti-vaxxer too? Correct. Yeah. Like Zero. how how many I'm not listening regardless. <laughs> it could be one or a million. I'm not listening to them. There's got to be some sort of breaking point where it's like, wait a minute, like every rich person with all of the uh, access in the world to better health care is telling me this is incorrect. I feel like that's why it would push me away, because, again, they're not going to the same regular doctors we got. So, yeah, you you might not feel like you need a vaccine knowing that you're going to have a family doctor for your entire life and he's going to have access to whatever money is no cost. Like, if you get polio as a kid, we can fix it because you got money. So if it's at that point, okay. But outside that, no. Nah, there's nothing they can say. Yeah, because I, I do think they're just wildly wrong. I think most of us do. But it did hit me the other day because it's, it's never a celebrity I give a shit about either. So I was like, yeah, good for you. Uh, Your boy Freddie Gibbs, an anti-vaxxer, man. <laughs> it's been a rough month for Gibbs, boy. It gives. That's y'all's yeah, boy. Let's, listen, he had a great verse on Stiz's album. He did. I went downhill from there. I mean, he recorded that last month. Had to have. Mm, yeah, I'll toast to that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, the number? How many celebrities would you? It sounds like you got a number. No, I don't. It's just. It's like four. Some, <laughs> Yeah, it's like I listen. I I got the chick from uh, Full House, uh, Seventh Heaven, uh, uh, one more '90s sitcom starlet, uh, and I'm in. No, I I was just Charles trying to Mallory think. Like, comes out and he's like, it's really just not necessary. Yeah, listen. If smart guy told you, you would do it. Yeah, like, I was, you, that's yeah. it. Depends on the celebrity. Right, because like Motibs is like, yeah, po- we getting polio. I'm like, we getting polio. <laughs> Fuck this shit. I'll get some polio in this motherfucker. The scene I think of most when I think back and reflect on Smart Guy is they're all giving a presentation, the three of them, and there's like a moment where they freeze and they <laughs> go exactly inside each of their about. heads. Yeah. <laughs> and Taj has his his uh, intro. Uh, the dude who sang the hook on the chingy, Marcus, has his Hey, Jason, uh, little you intro. put some goddamn respect on Jason Weaver's name. Simba. Fair. Fair. My apologies. And then they go to Motibs, who's just beatboxing away. <laughs> <laughs> That's why that, that was a perfect show. It was. They, it was a really good the, show. Listen, they hit the issues. They talked about when that guy was selling video games and trying to take pictures of him in the underwear. That episode, we've talked about it before. Remains the craziest episode of television I've ever seen. Listen, I don't think it's that crazy, man, with all this shit that keep coming out. Like, at the time, I was like, wow, that feels weird. Like, that would never, like, I feel like that would never happen to me. Wow. TV. And now it's like, huh, I bet that happened a lot, man. People were really fucked up. That's why it's one of the crazier episodes of television, because it was <laughs> it, it was a public service announcement episode, but it wasn't done in, like, a corny way. And it was like a, it was almost like a horror episode. Like it was, it was terrifying. And like 
It wasn't something I went to school like, hey, did you see that episode? Like, no one talked about it. <laughs> uh, you you were the first human being I've ever spoken to that episode about 15, 7, 18 years after I saw it. I've just been sitting on your soul. Well, I'd, I'd brought it up before, and no one else had ever seen that specific episode. I was like, all right, what am I to do? Yeah, I was like, that guy playing Dirty Pool, man. He had the cool video games. He was like, maybe you can just play him in your underwear. It was like a, a surfboard in front of a green screen. <laughs> yeah. He like, put on your bathing suit. And I, I can't remember her name. The girl, she was like, I'm with it. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> like, well, I mean, I don't like. <laughs> Probably thinking, man, kids are dumb. But like at the time I was a kid thinking, that's dumb. Don't do that, girl. No, stop. Correct. Correct. Now, smart, yeah, but smart there were some one kids day, who I'll needed smart days flowers. Yeah, clearly that needed that PSA. Did they needed if they didn't see the whole episode, they're screwed. If they only saw like the first like half, they're like, yeah, man. Yeah. Sometimes just go over to strange white guys' basements. And yeah, take I, your saying, I don't. I don't, don't want to put this on victim shame because it's still on the creeps. But man, oh man, I was just thinking like, no, no, Janine, what do you do? Get out of here. <laughs> Call your father. Didn't uh, what's his name beat the shit out of that guy too? Oh no, he threat. He made. It was uh, implied. Yeah, it was implied. He cracked his knuckles. Uh, yeah, he, he had. He was like, "Did he make bail?" And they were like, uh, "He won't make bail for some time." He was like, "Good news for him." <laughs> Floyd Henderson, enforce, <laughs> enforcer. <laughs> he looking trash. Anytime he pops up and stuff, the dad whose name I'm blanking on because he's been in a ton of stuff. Floyd. Henderson. Uh, yeah, I meant his real name, but yes, Floyd uh, Henderson. <laughs> Floyd Jehoshaphat, <laughs> and anytime he pops up and something like he was in stuff as recently as this summer, and I'm just like, he's a smart guy. Yeah, do, do, do. like he's just just what he is. He's the dad, the greatest TV dad. Like I'm as big a Homer Simpson fan as there is. The greatest TV dad of all time is Floyd Henderson. Listen, you preaching to the choir, man. I've been saying single black single father, black business owner in DC. DC expensive as shit. It he sure is. Like he had a catered to a young woman coming into her own, about to go to college. He was a widowed man. He doing it all on his own. He had to deal with a genius kid. He had to deal with a kid in the middle. He had to deal with Mo Tibbs, man. He was still trying to get some <laughs> pussy on the side. He did. It was like wild episodes of Mo Tibbs, or uh, not Mo Tibbs, of uh, Floyd Henderson. It was a whole episode where they basically invented Tinder for their dad. Do you remember that episode? No, I don't. Not off the top oh, of my head. Boy. They, <laughs> it's an episode where they wanted their dad to go on a date, so they went on like a dating profile, and they compiled it all together because TJ Smart, you understand? I get so it. They, yeah, they put to get like formulas and all that. He picked like their faces. He was basically picking it. It was basically Tinder before Tinder. Now that I think about it, yeah. And boy, they set him up with some some real deals. So Floyd Henderson was out here on his homeowner. Had a commercial during the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, <laughs> Roofer Man. Uh, listen, he had Beyonce in his house, and he taught his boys to treat women with respect. Yeah, he's a king, listen, man. He was, he was doing it all. He's a five tool dad. He yeah, he's he's Homer Simpson, but with the like the black multiplier. That's like an eighty five thousand multiplier. And no alcoholism. Yeah. In great shape. Handsome devil. At least. Uh, vague. 
Listen, I don't I don't even know if he's ever gotten he's one of those guys where it's like I don't think he's ever gotten a haircut. He's just told his hair where to stop everywhere. Facial hair, hair on his like everywhere is just always perfectly manic like Paul George type. Like just perfectly manicured every time you see it. Uh, John Marshall Jones, man. That guy's a legend. Great voice. He's Wait, got I, I bet you can He's married to... I didn't know he was married to Vanessa A. Williams. Wow. Not like a singing uh, Pocahontas Vanessa Williams. <laughs> but there's another actress named Vanessa A. Williams. And I saw her in D.C. And when I tell I was a pr- like surprised how attractive... Like, I knew you were attractive. I didn't think you were that attractive. Right. One of those. And that's who Floyd Henderson's married to. This guy just does not lose. No, sure doesn't. Wow, good for him. His go-to picture is him smiling harder than anyone's ever smiled. And I get it. That guy's pushing 60, man. He's getting a little salt. What a life. He's going to play like a good, like a great, uh, like grandfather, great uncle. Oh yeah, and he's put uh, he's he's been eating well. He's put on a little bit of weight, so he gets to play. Like, he's going to be getting roles on top of roles for a long time. Man, oh man! Although we also said Andrew Luck was going to play in the Super or win the yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah. So <laughs> rest Boy. in peace, uh, Johnny. <laughs> John Marshall <laughs> Jones retires tomorrow. Goes into architecture. Uh, but. Uh, shout out Al Jefferson for joining this episode. Yeah, wait, did, did you watch Ball? Did you watch Ballers yet? I didn't. No. Oh, you're killing me. That's why. Listen, I'll have it watched by the next episode. I promise. Oh boy, you're killing me, Nick. I was too deep in the rabbit hole last night writing all these uh, weird stories that have happened over the last decade. Mm, you, you Spencer Strasmore. You're forgetting what got deciding- you here, Ballers. Spencer Strasmore just uh, listen we didn't even people don't like to talk about it we didn't talk about one single episode of last season of Ballers it didn't happen but this season I'm telling with with just the way it went we're gonna be talking about every episode okay and it's Dead. the last season so yeah <laughs> I'm telling it, there's some wild shit going on I'm laughing we'll, just thinking about it okay I'll get on it as soon as we hang up I'll get on it um, but shout out Al Jefferson. Yes, easily one of the like. If you've listened to this show, you know I fucking love drafts. And Al Jefferson was the first player we drafted where I was like, wait a minute. Like I like to hype our own guys, but he was one of the, just like taking a high schooler was something we hadn't done, especially the end of the lottery like that. And just the numbers, which we get into off the top, uh, the numbers he he averaged. It's it was like, why did we get like and this guy fell? All right, he'll talk about it. But he's like, ah, it might have been some funny accounting going on, and uh, I think Prentice, Mississippi, is where he's from. It sure <laughs> is. Uh, and so I was, I was, I lit up. I actually wouldn't. We were talking to Kenyon Martin, who hasn't aired yet, but we were talking to Kenyon Martin. Now Jefferson came in, sat down. We were in the weight room at SMU. Came in, sat down. We didn't even talk to Kenyon Martin long, but at a point he got up 
And I was devastated. I was like, oh, no, he's definitely leaving. Uh, I was like, what which he was. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't want to run Kenyon off because right. that's one of my all-time favorites, too. It was quite the predicament, Tyler. Uh, you got a lot of favorites. Cut that shit out. No, I'm white. Okay. And then uh, someone in the hall, uh, one of the people working with the big three, stopped him. They were like, no, Kenyon's almost done. Just, just wait it out. And so I was like, ah, oh, we're going to have to win over Al Jefferson. That's going to be no good. He couldn't have been more of a delight even with all that. He just – everyone was so concerned about getting a ride home. They didn't want to Uber back to the hotel. I was like, listen, I'll get your Uber if you want to sit here. Yeah. Uh, Resnick? <laughs> New Resnick? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, want, I, I really uh, wanted to say it when he was talking about it, but I was like, man, oh, man, he really used to give Dwight Howard the fucking blues. There's one like I was gonna say it. I was like, I, as soon as I say it, somebody will look at it and be like, actually, right? Their career, but I just looked like in the, all the times they played against each other, Al Jefferson gave him a lot of buckets. Like of the Listen, top ten scoring he, performances against each other, Al Jefferson has seven of them. So, <laughs> well, what helped was he would just hand him off to Perk on the other end, and no one gave Dwight more fits than Perk. It was, I mean, but even when he went to Charlotte, he used to give him buckets. When he was in oh, Minnesota, yeah. he would give him buckets. It was, I feel like playoff. I don't know, was he on the playoffs? On that playoff Charlotte team? I don't think so. It must have been before then. But it was game, like Al Jefferson would just come out like, ah, oh, man, here come two, either two easy fouls on Dwight or eight points. Which one? Right. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, to be fair to Dwight, too, Al Jefferson didn't discriminate. He gave everybody buckets. Yeah, rebounds, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, Al Jefferson, that was like I when when we traded for KG, I wasn't like thrilled. I was happy because I was like, all right, I think we got a shot to win one. But I do recall saying if we don't win two, I would have rather just kept what we had. We didn't win two for anyone anyone counting at home. Nah. Uh, Yeah, no, you make the trade for the ring. I get it. Um but we do talk talk about a hypothetical that he was not with at all, but I forced him to do it. Uh, <laughs> he complied, yeah. And, yeah, he did. He finally he gave he caved in, despite being a much larger man than me. I don't know why he did it, but I do think, especially if you just look at, like, the NBA didn't take that jump into all perimeter everything until like, post, post-Miami. I do think that Celtics team would have been interesting as fuck. Yeah, I think it's going to be... It, teams interested. I can't remember what I heard. It's like power... There's so many good power forwards now. It's like the game has to be... Like, Warriors aside, they have to be back. There's just too many right. guys that's like they don't necessarily protect the rim or shoot the three, but they're like Laurie Markin and a John Collins or uh, either like Zion or Jackson Hayes. One of those is going to be right. a, a four. And it's like, yeah, these guys are too good to... They just be like, yeah, only shoot three. So you need to play defense. You have to be an elite rim protector, John Collins. He's like, I can't just give you twenty and ten. Like that's just not enough. I think well, Alec also, Je- I say so, that to say that Allie Jefferson should come back to the NBA. Wow, forwards are back. There's, there's that, and I think there's a whole coaching grift he can get in on uh, that Kareem's been doing for years. But Al's might actually just work instead. Oh, yeah. I also got to say, man, oh, man, you talk about one of the finest beers I've ever seen up close. Oh, just a whole head of hair, honestly. 
I got lost All of it. in it. Yeah, he was great. He was a, a tremendous voice. Just Al Jefferson set himself quite the quite the life. Listen, it might get even better, man. They in the finals. Correct. Him, Joe Johnson, and he was doing work yeah, in that playoff. Absolute work, just eating. Uh, I can't wait. I'm very excited. We'll, we'll have a, a full preview of the Big Three Championship uh, next episode. Yes. Uh, I'm excited for one. It'll be great. Rest in peace, Tom. Yes. Rest in peace, Porter. Yes. Rest in peace, Bo. Yes. Rest in peace, Nipsey. TMC. Car Care is fun for Flint. Smash that donation button, please, and thank you. Please. Elizabeth. Turn off your <laughs> TV for once. And pick up a, yeah. a, a whatever you use to make laws, lady. HBO Go. More like HBO Go do your job. <laughs> Yahtzee. We'll see you guys later this week. See you.